Welcome to Into the Riff. Hi. Welcome to Into the Riff. I'm Ivan Cinco Harris, and we've got Rafa the Engineer. Hi, guys. He's my co-pilot for this episode. Well, this episode and all episodes. <laughs> for this episode, I'm for being th- killed tomorrow. <laughs> for those of you joining us for the first time, we're an El Paso-based podcast bringing you some of our finest regional comedians. We'll be diving deep to figure out what makes them tick and what they think about the stuff that matters in our lives, comedy. Today, we have Jibs, uh, Jibran Saad, the comedician. It's just Jib Saad. That's just Jib Saad? Oh, I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Jibran Jibs, I like it. sounds like I have three different aliases. I mean, A couple you need... of names in there. Yeah. yeah, I do. I mean, like I, I have different aliases for like if you, if, like if it's a bill collector, it's like a surname. I know never to answer to that. What's your bill collector name? It's my my first name. I'm going to give it <laughs> My legal name. My real name, you know? The one, the one on uh, my birth certificate. So. Oh, okay. So, t- <laughs> so whoever you are, tell us about Jibs. yourself. <laughs> uh, um, I'm from El Paso. Well, I'm from El Paso now. I've been here for what ten years? Or no longer. Wow, fifteen years. <laughs> it's gonna be fifteen <laughs> years. But I've been El Paso. I can't even remember, man. I was supposed to be a pit stop, uh, like three months <laughs> stop in El Paso. <laughs> I seriously was, and then my friends. Uh, then I hooked up with people that took me to Juarez. And I just kind of sticked around. It's been 15 years. Married, have a kid now. Nice. So it's it passes one of those towns that just sucks you in. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you throw Juarez into it, it sounds super shady. Like, well, you know. Well, this was before all the unpleasantness. You know, like this was 15 uh, years ago. <laughs> the tail end of like when it was good to go and party. You know, and now it's just I like El Paso. El Paso is actually a nice. Uh, it's quiet. People mind their own fucking business. I, I can cuss on this, right? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, okay, go for good, it. Yeah, because yeah. I do have a fucking filthy mouth. All right. <laughs> and uh, I will come out. Uh, but what was the question again? I totally tell, tell, tell us about, about yourself. yourself. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> well, enough. Um, but um, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't like. I'm very. Talking about myself is kind of weird. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Well, explain the comedician. What, yeah, is, what does that mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, not not about you personally. We don't personally. care okay. about you yeah, personally. Like, are you an Aries? Are you a Sagittarius? Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, uh, horoscopes are. I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, start. it's like talking about religion. Um, <laughs> that's such a Virgo thing to say. <laughs> and I'm not. That's the, <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, comedician. Well, I, I, was, I was a magician. I've been a magician since I was. Uh, 12, I'm going to say. I like magic. I thought it was cool. <laughs> I said, when you're a 12-year-old, magic is cool. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I, was, I was a magician. I lived in Indiana for like six years. I developed like a magic act up there. Did actually pretty good performing, you know, did a couple of High-paying gigs. As a 12-year-old? Uh, no, this was uh, <laughs> more like an 18-year-old. No, 12-year-old, okay. I had my very first gig. It was terrible. I, uh, if I would have had another gig like that, I would have never done it again. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, it's 18. It took me like five years to, you know. Like, and it was it's a hobby, you know. It, was, it wasn't something that I ever did, like, full-time. I was in school. It was just something to pass the time and, you know, meet people, pick up chicks. And yeah, you're laughing, but it fucking worked. Okay, it does. It, it does. It oh is. fuck yeah, it works. Okay, something. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, it does. It, it works. Ask. Uh, I, I I remember I got to meet a lot of people because I would use magic not just to talk to them, but to kind of like incorporate groups. Like when I was in college, it helped me a lot. I got to hang out in frats like freshman year, like drink when you're not when you're a freshman, you're not really supposed to do anything at frats. I got to hang out just because. Uh, 
magic. I, I one of the fraternity presidents met his girlfriend because I did a trick involving both of them. Nice. Uh, they were in orientation week. They ended up dating, and uh, he. I went to a party, and they just took me in. Nice. And it was, it was fun. And then uh, moved to El Paso. I saw that magic paid dick here. Like, there's no market for it. <laughs> uh, over there, I was doing lounge shows. I was doing trade shows. I was doing uh, restaurants. And I was making good money. There's like good money up north if you get if you hook up with the right people. Wow. Good money for magicians up north. Of course, yeah. Trade shows, especially. You know, you go you sit in front of a booth for like two, three hours, and you get paid two, three thousand dollars. Wow. And yeah, it's it's good. It was good money. And then moved down here. Everybody's like, "Well, magician, here's some kid shows." <laughs> and like, no, I don't do kids. So <laughs> I moved to stand up. I thought it was I thought it was fun. And since even when I was doing magic, it was always about making, uh, like, entertaining, making people laugh, rather than, oh, look, I can make your, I'm going to guess your card. Like, yeah, that's that's what magicians do. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, <laughs> do something. It, it was more about them having fun, playing at the preconceptions that they have when they see a magic trick, things like that. Nice. I don't know. So... Okay. You're, you're the saddest clown right now. I, I, I am. Sad. <laughs> oh, so, I mean, they can't. They can't see. They'll see when I take a bunch of pictures. But I decided to wear a, a clown nose. Yeah, visual gags on a podcast, guys. <laughs> Bless you. I don't know what's in this clown nose. I just found it and decided to throw it on. I think it's uh, filled with coke. Probably. I think you're allergic uh, to clown nose. Maybe. I don't know if you're huh. barely yes, realizing we are, this. <laughs> we are all about visual gags on this podcast. Um, so yeah, I look kind of like a sad clown right now. Uh, <laughs> so okay, since you're doing comedy and, and magic, do you find influences in like the established yeah, comedy magicians? Uh, uh, the amazing Jonathan yeah, Penn and Teller. Uh, there's uh, Matt King. There's there's a lot of comedy magicians. The best one though is the amazing Jonathan. Yes. Like when I first started, that was I didn't think you could do that. Until I saw him, you know, like, because just like, it's like comedy, like there's magic purists that like magic is about the performance, about the tricks. It's about that. When you see somebody just turning on its head like that, you're like, oh, you're, you're allowed to do that. And then you realize like, oh, you're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want because it's, it's an art form. And as long as people keep looking at it, they buy, they, you know, buy into it. You can do whatever you want. Nice. So how much? Sorry, I had to crack open a. What are we drinking today? That is a cran raspberry Lacroix. Lacroix. Oh yes, I'm sure it's gonna sound. Or I'm sure it's gonna taste terrible. Yeah, it tastes like medicine, like watered down medicine. It tastes horrible. How much of your act? Like, what percentage is comedy and what percentage is magic? Like, what leans on what? Well, I'm at a point that it's more. Uh, I'm trying to do more comedy. I like comedy. Magic is fun. Magic is good. Um, when I when I headline on the road, I usually do more magic than I do anything else. But I like to just do comedy, and I'm getting to the. It took me forever. It took me like ten years to come up with twenty good a good twenty five minutes like that. I'm happy with that. There's like I can do these twenty five minutes, and I know that they will all do good. Of comedy or magic? A <laughs> uh, comedy. comedy. Okay. Magic is tricks, just yeah. how you bring them about. I do build. I'm, I'm building some new things. Like I, I got some new ideas. Finally, on on some old tricks. It's all about updating. It's all about making making it your own. But I think comedy now is the dominant part on the the act. 
And like, is that the direction that it's going to be going? Yeah, of course. Yeah, gonna... yeah. I, I like it's, it's easier. It's I don't have to carry props. That's <laughs> uh, that has to be a good thing. I like and when I I never thought I was going to be able to do stand up like as a magician. I was like, oh, my idea was always how the hell do they get up there with just their words? Like at least I have the props to fall back on. <laughs> like it's not me as this thing that's failing. Right. But and it took a while. It took a while to develop. And in fact, it just as recently as two weeks ago, I actually learned how to properly word sets. Like I've been doing this for ten years, but I finally figure out my way of doing things. Oh, you get to you where kind of your stride and yeah, well, not my stride, but like the right way to like everybody has their method of how to build their magic. I mean, their their comedy, and um, it's for me, it was always word building. It's about building your sets using words. Um, we I, we started doing a lot of video editing uh, for uh, for the for the company that I work for, and um, that put me in a different frame of mind. And it's making me like edit my bits visually instead of in words. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. And it's a lot easier to come up with with the bits. I was hosting at the comic strip last week, and I came up with like a good six, seven minutes of new material. Well, not new ma- material that I have written like over the years, but I've never done because I didn't know how to present it. And I figured it out, presented it, and it went great. It just added so much stuff. So I was, I was super amazed by it. Like, oh, finally, 10 years into this, and I'm <laughs> barely learning how to do this. <laughs> also, I don't put a lot of, like, I don't constantly put effort into it. Like, I'm not always just, oh, comedy. Like, what's the next bit? It's like, if it comes, it comes. If it, if doesn't, it doesn't, yeah. It doesn't. So, but this just made it a lot easier to know the bits, and as you're talking, just changing them out. Nice. So, well, tell us a little bit about your company. It's Laughter Hours Comedy. Yeah, Laughter, uh, Laughter Arts Company is the public uh, phase. That's the where the event side. We actually are oh. LHC marketing, oh, which okay, uh, puts, which is the same thing. It's just again, one is for businesses, one is for, you know, like public. We do, uh, we have comedy open mics, we have some trivia nights, we have, uh, um, event, just special events, things like that. That's we're trying to do more events for big companies like. Um, we work for KLAQ. We work for Spectrum, which used to be Time Warner. Nice. You work for, uh, well, that, those are the main, the bigger ones. The rest are just like companies, like uh, mostly real estate agencies and things like that. Okay. Nice. But, yeah, the the big one, uh, KLAQ. We're doing a lot of uh, um, media production, like uh, Men on the Streets. They're giving us a lot of access to events too. Like we got to go to Comic Con um, for, for, well, like two. But press passes, nice. and that is the best way to go to any comic book <clears throat> convention because you have pretty much access to everything. Uh, as long as you have that camera, you're like press. <laughs> I got access to things that I would never get access to. You know, like, and I wasn't even on camera. I was the ca- I was I was working camera. Oh, okay, okay. But I got to uh, I got to get up close into the Batmobile, the old 1960s Batmobile. Very cool. <laughs> like people are paying fifty bucks to take a picture in this. I am like moving around <laughs> and they're touching stuff. <laughs> I get taking it for a yeah. test drive. Yeah. Press. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Or uh, going, I I walked up to that girl from uh, Starship Troopers too. Like uh, pretty much the, up to with a camera. Like and and I I was taking more B roll of stuff, right. so a lot of the celebrities were like waiting for their like oh he's gonna come with a camera, right. like all right thank you and just walk away. That's like <laughs> the best thing that you can do. But but yeah we we do um we pretty much do marketing uh and event production, uh we 
we went a little bit on hiatus. There were some changes in management, and uh, we went a little bit on hiatus, but we just started to get back. We had to revamp everything, like, from the ground up. How did Laughter Hours start? Sorry, your LaCroix is making me super burpy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I okay. Should, okay. It's, it's, it's carbonated water with a hint of cough syrup. Oh, yeah, that's probably the worst thing I could have had before <laughs> doing a bunch of talking. So how did Laughter Hours come about? Where, where did that start? Uh, just started as uh, started Sun City Comedy. It was just um, trying to help out the local comedy. So we started in 2008. I've been doing this since 2008, almost 10 years. And I said that if I wasn't into, if it wasn't like stable in year five years, I was going to quit. But it's been almost 10, so. Very nice. It's not too bad. <laughs> um, yeah, it, just, it was just trying to get, make some sense, trying to bring some organization to the, like, the comedy community here. Okay. Like trying, there wasn't, when I first started, it was nothing. It was like, there was, there was a comedy scene before, but they had stopped, like it just kind of died off. So somebody was trying to restart it. There's a few people from back in the day. And it was just, it was just a mess. And some people were trying to do stuff with it. But I saw not the right way. <laughs> and I'm, I, if I'm going to do something, I want to make sure that it's done the right way or at least the best way possible. So that's kind of bright about it. Kind of like just try to bring a little bit of a sense to the community. The kind of quality that you want to see out there. Yeah, the kind of quality you want to see. And also um, pump up the people that want to do it. You know, okay. it's about like comedians are doing it because they want that fame. But... Uh, there's no book for it. There's no, there's no, there's guidelines, but there's not really a set way. You can do it any way that you want. Like you put as much effort as you want. You put, you put whatever it is. You know, the, what I want to do is give like a forum or like an area for anybody from any kind of area of comedy. They can come and kind of hang out, shoot off ideas. Just like again, just a community. Just I like it was a social. It was for me. It was more of a social aspect. I'm not. I don't consider myself like a pro pro comic, even though like I do travel a lot and stuff. But it's right. just I'm, I I said that the day that this becomes work is the day that I'm I'm done with it. Like comedy is comedy should be for me. I don't think it should be work, at least the way that I see it. I see a lot of people want to put a lot of effort, yeah. more power to them. But for me, it's one of those things like eh, if it comes with if you have to work hard at it, then it <laughs> stops being comedy. Like yeah. at least for me, like I said. It's a thing that you can do many different ways, but for me, I'm like, I'm not gonna put effort into this. Um, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lose sleep over comedy. Right, right, right. right. Okay? Yeah. I don't want to be bitter or angry <laughs> over comedy. over comedy. <laughs> okay, like that's the thing. Or I, I hate any kind of entitlement to that. Just regular with regular, and that the same thing with comedy. I've I've blown up at people for taking comedy too seriously. Like it's not oxymoron, or yeah. or people fighting. For comedy, like, like I've I've seen people threaten violence over comedy, <laughs> which is dumb, right? Like, I don't understand. Like, do you, like, how can you call yourself a comic and if you're, like, threatening bodily threaten harm. violence, bodily harm? Like, if you're a good comic, you could you could do more damage mentally than you could ever <laughs> physically. You know, like physical scars take a they heal rather fast. You fucking toss somebody a good line, or they'll be devastated yeah really devastated good. like it'll scar people <laughs> destroy someone emotionally yeah that's yeah. the best way destroy emotionally and mentally not physically <laughs> so. 
cigars last longer. You heard it here <laughs> on Into the Rift. <laughs> My dad taught me good. <laughs> Through experience, or Through was experience. that a lesson? That <laughs> it was most now. No, no, my parents were good. I'm just a piece of shit, actually. <laughs> like I'm like I'm like the I don't know. I just don't. I'm a little antisocial. Like comedy was a good way to kind of. That's actually why I started doing magic and comedy. It was kind of a good way to meet people, but it was like on my own terms. It was right. always yeah. like, I'll okay. This is enough. Thank you very much. Bob. That was me. Yeah. I performed. You, goodbye. Yeah, and like that. Like uh, doing shows because people ask me, "You're antisocial, but you like to get up on stage." You're like, "Yeah," because I'm dealing with people as a crowd. It's never like it's not one on one. One on one. That drains the shit out of me. Like talking <laughs> to people and like if it's somebody that I don't know, like comedians, I like to hang out with people that have the same interests. Right. You know, right. so you talk to me about comedy. You talk to me about comic books or pop culture. Uh, I will listen to everything that you have to say, uh, but. You talk to me about sports. You talk to me about politics. I'm I'm gonna just tune out. I'm just gonna, <laughs> no, especially sports. Especially just sports. I'm not, yeah, I was like, what? I have no idea. Celebrities too, kind of like that's like bores me. But comic books. I've been I've been knows a lot about comic oh, yeah, books. Yeah. So we get to talk a lot about that. Speaking yeah. of, did you see American Gods? I did not. I just watched it. Today. I was at work. That was amazing. It's is amazing. it? Is it's it? Amazing. How true is it to the book? It is super true to the book. Oh, and it, okay. no, it's Neil Gaiman's involved in it, and they start out exactly like the book. The whole first part is exactly that, like the book with with the goddess. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, that's ex- really. I sat there thinking, how are they gonna do the thing with Belquis? And really, they do it. <laughs> have you perfectly? Read it? No, I have not. Oh, it's. I want to. I want to see it though on Star. It is fantastic. Yeah. It is. I mean, no, the visuals. It's. You can tell Neil Gaiman has a lot of. Well, I mean, I saw like input. every trailer. It's beautiful. It's awesome. Like, oh. And it, it was just the first episode. I'm like, yes. I was calling it as you know, as you're watching it, yeah, you read yeah. the book. You're like, yeah, is this gonna happen? And sure enough, it was. It was happening in stride. And then it got to a point towards the end that it changed. But you're like, holy crap! He updated like yeah. to reflect because oh. he wrote that book. Right at the cusp of what the internet was gonna be. Oh, okay. And if you're talking about worshiping things and a show about American <coughs> gods, right. and you don't talk of what the internet is now and the how we inform, I say all praise Google because <laughs> that is a true statement. Google is a religion. And if you think about it, like you pray to Google pretty much. The only difference is that Google answers. Okay, <laughs> okay Google, my phone will turn on. I'll ask him a question and we'll answer back. <laughs> I don't know how more connected can you be to Google. <laughs> all po- all knowing Google. That is we'll start we'll start a religion today. <laughs> Googleism. Google-ism. It's, it's already out there, man. It's gotta be out I'm there. Sure it is. And if and if not, we'll we'll start it. But yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited that the second that I fuck I'm uh, I'm just gonna go now and find just it try online to, somewhere. Try to pirate it somehow. Well, not somehow. I I got my ways, oh. so I'll probably watch it tomorrow. Probably powered by Linux. You're probably going to use what XBMC or something like that. I don't, I don't know. One two Just, three movies dot to guys. Is that, oh, I've got I've got a couple I got a couple apps that I use. <laughs> <laughs> We're like this podcast is not promote do not endorse pirating. pirating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As a content creator, I have to start saying that those things. Oh that's yeah, terrible. that's true. <laughs> so tell us about tell us about some of those segments. You, you're doing that the man on the street stuff. We're doing a lot of a, a more video. Like uh, one of the we want to. Get more of an audience, you know. We there's marketing is weird nowadays, right? It's all about Facebook, it's all about videos, it's yeah. all about. So we decided to go that way, and it was just a matter of taking proven concepts that you're seeing right now, what's working, and just localizing everything. Making about your hometown, about yeah. your people. So you want to get your your crowd in town. You've got to create content for them, 
and that's what we're doing. We're creating content specifically driven for El Paso in this area. Like we started with a with a Chico's Tacos video that mm-hmm. was very terribly made, but we released <laughs> it because we 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 actually a comedian Eric Schwartz, uh, who is also does a lot of produce a lot of content for YouTube and stuff, saw what we were doing, like just took a glimpse and he told us like you need to do this. So I we took that video that we shoot like a year before it was released. And the reason that we oh, wow. released it, it was because it was terribly. The sound was off. Some cameras were, some of the camera shots were like off focus. So it was just pretty bad. But he said, as long as it's good content, a lot of people will look past those technical difficulties. Yeah. And I took that as a, okay, let's see if this works. If it works, then we'll continue. If not, then I'm going to do what we're doing <laughs> but it worked we got i think a hundred and it's at a hundred and fifty thousand well, views damn. for something local that's great yeah so that just so we've been producing just content uh kaylee q uh tapped us because of nico nico jimmy and he's uh he's working with the q more he's doing the morning show oh wow cool and we're helping him produce a lot more content for the for those segments so all the man on the streets all the stuff for uh, Comic Con and all that stuff for Bacon Fest we do. Yeah, I saw yeah, the I saw Bacon that. Fest. Did you guys go to the Beer Fest? No, we didn't get to Beer Fest. That wasn't sponsored. And right now we are just swamped with work. You don't understand. It's <laughs> like we some we our marketing side blew up. We kind of when we dropped the the events when the events well we didn't drop them they just um, they're on the back burner. Yeah, they, we went more towards the marketing direction and, and that blew up. <laughs> but um, we need the events again to keep the comedy side feeding. Keep the comedy right. side feeds the rest. Right. As far as content, you want to have comedians. You want to have people that are creative. So you want to give them a forum. So we we're back up. We actually have open mics getting ready to start here. Very cool. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, and su- and Saturdays. That's Very cool. That's what El Paso needs. Yeah, that's exactly so we have, perfect. We that's... have four. We're gonna have four weekly open mm. mics. Starting, I think, the not this the second week of May. Okay, that's I don't know phenomenal. when that this See? is coming out, but that's all right. And it's in, and I'll, and it's a lot of um, we got a couple of trivia's now. We have a uh, brew East and West both having hosting our trivia, which we revamped from what we were doing. It's more multimedia friendly. It's more it's more um, uh, this new age cell phone people trivia, you know. Everybody has a cell phone, so trivia kind of lost its luster, right? Like you, you can ask questions. Filling out forms with pencils. Exactly. And... <laughs> so we're we're kind of doing away with part of it. Okay. Like it's a mix of both of like old stuff and new stuff. Okay. Okay. So it's actually we're we're, we're testing it this week, so it's gonna be nice. A yeah, lot of cool. stuff. A lot of stuff in the works. Yeah. Plus regular work, you know, just photos, video, websites. Oh yeah, because you also do photography. You also do web design. Yeah, we do. That's where the real estate companies come in for the photography. <coughs> yeah, I assume that it. You're not hosting open mics at open houses. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just um, actually. That's a good idea. Synergy. <laughs> no, we do. Uh, we do some special events for like their realtors associations and stuff like that. So that too. But no, it's mostly video work and photo work. Some graphic design. There's restaurants as well. Comedy though, that's that's the that's the fun part, you know. The yeah. Comedy, the trivia too. I like trivia. I enjoy trivia. Always been. Uh, it can be fun. Yeah. Well, if it's done right, you yeah. know. Like I hate the, like they give you a sheet. Okay, these are the questions. Just answer them. Give them some. Like you do, do a quiz at home, guys. right? Okay. <laughs> Here, take this test. Have fun. Yeah. Exactly. It's about the it's about the experience yeah. nowadays. And so, 
on the comedy side, some, on the fun side of things, on the side that, you know, on the reason we started this podcast. Um, comedy. <clears throat> comedy. What's your experience been with that? You said that you've done a lot of traveling. I know I've sort of, you know, you, you put it up on social media, on like Facebook and stuff when you do the road trips. <laughs> yeah. How how's that gone for you? It's fine. It's fine. Being on the road, it's it's fun. I did a little bit of traveling when I was a magician, and it <laughs> it was fun, a lot of fun, especially when you're 17, and it's the first thing you do. It can be a lot of fun, but it ruined a relationship for me, like, right off the bat, and it kind of made me wary of, like, taking too much time of being on the road. Okay. But um, once I got back into a comedy... It was it was it's a little different. Comedians are a little bit wilder, yeah. And uh, it's it's a little rougher, I think. For like I said, as a magician, I, I guess it was like I was I got spoiled because when I first started, the gigs were paid really well. You know, this was in two thousand two thousand and one, to where they paying for everything, and it was just pretty much like taking a vacation, where you had to work for. Three hours, and I wouldn't even count it as work. I mean, I'm just sitting there. Yeah, you're doing what you love. Tricks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, exactly. Just doing what you like. I would like. I, I would always say I would do this for free. So uh, the fact that you're paying me a lot of money, and also, um, I, I I lived in Mexico. I was born in Mexico. I got to experience like the the pay difference mm-hmm. to where I remember hearing and seeing actually. People getting paid like fifty bucks a week, where you're getting paid that much for like ten minutes of work. <laughs> so like whenever, whenever I would feel bad about pay or anything, still they would be like, "Well, at least I'm making more than you know, thirty bucks a week. It's already a win somewhere." In the world. <laughs> and so I, 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 I took a lot of gigs. It was fun. Um, Doing comedy, I actually also got very lucky that right away, it was, again, I, since I was already doing the magic, I kind of like be, was able to like kind of mix the two. I got away with a lot more stuff like a lot early on in my comedy career to where when I started doing stand-up, it only took three months for me to get into a comedy club. Wow. Like, or less than that. Like, and it wasn't even here at the El Paso. It was at the Albuquerque uh, Laughs to where a friend of mine recommended me. I went and did a show. Uh, I opened for one weekend, and it was so good that they asked me to come two weeks straight, like the next, like in the in like less than a month. That's not bad. Nice. It was really good, yeah. But I was working at the time, you know, so it was like uh, okay. having to travel two weeks. Yeah, so I was like doing those things where the show would end at ten on Sunday. I'm driving back to El Paso to be at work at seven o'clock in the morning. Fuck. You know, so like I would come in <laughs> into El Paso like at three a.m. Sleep in my car in the parking lot of the wherever you're of working. the work, and just wake up just to get Fuck. in there. Wow. Yeah, and then Wednesday, like take Wednesday to half a day, and then leave to make it to the next nice. set of shows. But again, it was fun, yeah. you know. And it would it would always be like, all right, I'm losing two days of work, and I'm making this much over there. Yeah, it's about the same. I'm gonna <laughs> okay. go. And have fun. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, and actually, I'm heading over. I'm heading over to Washington uh, at the end of this month. Actually, very cool. And we're gonna go do Joker's Comedy Club in a in a casino up in Spokane, and then I go to Colorado next month as well. Like, my, I I promised my wife that I wasn't gonna take any more gigs. And my kid's growing up. He's like <laughs> that. Like, he's six now. 
So I said, oh, well, he's not – he doesn't have a lot of cognition. He doesn't know what's going on yet. <laughs> <laughs> like before five, like, I could do whatever I want. And like he's yeah. attached to mom. But now like this past six months, he's been more attached to me and to the things that I'm doing. So I'm like – Oh crap! I have to I have to stick around. I can't be traveling. All <laughs> so now I just take gigs where uh, weed is legal. You know that's <laughs> like why if you have if you have a gig in Colorado, Washington, Oregon, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, uh, California, I'm there. Like, <laughs> I will be there. Nice. I can see that like a, a a weird comedy magic version of Cats in the Cradle with your son. Uh, no, he's not allowed to do. Com- I don't even want him to know that I do comedy. <laughs> like, you don't want this life. It's uh, terrible. Uh. It's like it's 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 uh it's terrible for the ego. But I I don't want him. I wouldn't want him to take it seriously. I see what does taking your comedy seriously does to people, and it's it's terrible. Oh yeah, I mean, start fights, threaten bodily harm. Yeah, the things we covered earlier. That's crazy. That's. Like people all, are passionate, man. Yeah, We're passionate people. I th- well, I mean, I thought, yeah, but if you're trading violence over comedy, you don't get comedy. That that that's like <laughs> yeah. a huge thing of not getting comedy. Like when I when I went into this, I thought, like when I started doing it, I thought like, oh, you know, everybody, it's gonna be like a, it'll be fun. Okay, it's gonna be we'll like a joke party. Around. Exactly. Everybody's gonna joke around and. And everybody's buddy buddy, but you can't like. There's tons of politics. There's tons of politics, <laughs> and comedians have the most fragile egos. Yeah, they do. They do. I say I, I was gonna say we do, but again, I don't. I'm an entertainer. I don't think I'm a comedian. Like I've come to that, like just everybody. Oh, I'm a comic. I'm like I'm an entertainer. I do magic. I, yeah, you do. A lot I of do stuff. comedy. I do video. I just do anything that entertains an audience. Yeah, it's not comedy is a great venue because I I enjoy comedy and I like making fun of things and people <laughs> and I have you know a different point of view on things that I can throw and for some reason people actually think. That I'm actually I'm, I can be funny. I guess uh, I got when I've like two years and two three years into it. Uh, I heard a lot of comments that I oh you can't do anything without your magic kit, like that I wouldn't be able to do stand up, that I wouldn't be able to get up there without my magic kit, and that actually is the only thing that drove me to do pure stand up. Okay. So I like most of my I can you can think I can think most of the things that I've done in my career uh to spite. Spite <laughs> is a wonderful motivator. Spite it no, spite is my one motivator. <laughs> I am not lying. I I, can, I I have accepted that about myself a long time ago when th- when I don't have anything to spite on, um my brain does not work. My mm. brain needs some sort of thing to con- to fixate on, something to like put <laughs> oh, I, and it sucks. It does suck because Something it, does it, ba- does it, though? it does because <laughs> for, for, I like comfortable. Okay, like I I'm I'm not a person. I don't like change that often. Like I have to change things up, but it's on my own pace on my own terms. When things when somebody throws a wrench in my plans, that makes my brain <laughs> just work. Like I said, we revamped trivia. We revamped everything. We build everything from the ground up because out of spite. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm like yeah, that. That's pretty much what happened. And and. It sucks because right before I had to do all that stuff, I was complaining to my wife, my best friend, telling him, I, I feel like I don't want to do anything anymore. Like, there's nothing that I can, there's nothing to spite on. It seriously came down to that. Like, everything is good. We're growing. I'm we're happy. Do, we're doing, yeah, exactly. I was like, we're, I'm happy. That I don't know what to do. 
And like as soon as as soon as somebody threw a wrench in my plans, my brain just picked up and it just like goes into over mode where I have to do everything and I have to do everything at once and it's hard for people to keep up. Like I work with I have people that work with me and it's kind of frustrating to see them trying to keep up. Like and I don't I don't expect them to because I am working till five o'clock in the morning doing stuff. Wake up at eight o'clock on three running three four hours of sleep just mm. doing stuff. I, my that's how my brain works, and but there'll be periods where I don't do shit for like days. Like mm. right now, I'm on one of those periods where I have a lot of work, but I can't seem to sit down and do the work because I have it's there and I'm just looking at it like I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to touch it. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> I'm editing a video right now that we just shot. Okay. We spent yesterday all day shooting this video uh, a sketch. Well, it's actually one of our first highly produced sketch where we actually had to write storyboards and get everybody from meetings and do camera angles and all this stuff. Very cool. Very, yeah, but I, it was just so too much. <laughs> I actually threw up uh, halfway through production. Good Lord. <laughs> like, I, st- I got sick. I went, I'm like, oh, excuse me, guys. Had to go to the bathroom. I threw up for like a minute. And I got up. I'm like, okay, I feel better. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> Continue working. You know, it's like, but again, it's despiteful to make me do a lot of things. And, Basically, I started Sun City Comedy out of spite, and then that changed into Laugh Travers out of spite, <laughs> and that turned into this more recent incarnation the same way. It's, it's it's not really spite. It's just, it's more of a, oh, you think you can do what I do better, or just, or things like that, you know, just... I'm pretty sure that's spite. Yeah, that's spite. That, I'll that, show yeah. you. Yeah, pretty much. Just, it's like, I'll yeah, show you. Then, oh, you think? And, and a lot, it's because a lot, I feel like a lot of people don't, I, I, I lose track of things. Like, I'll start doing something very passionately. Mm-hmm. And then once I think I get it, I'm like, oh, I, I know what this is about. Then I'll just completely get bored with it. Right. I'm like, ah, I'm done. I don't want to, I don't ever want to see it again. Have, photography was like that. I, I got really passionate about it. And then once I'm like, oh, I'm, like people started saying, "Oh, you're good at it," and I won a couple of awards. I was published a couple of times. I'm like, all right, I'm done. I, I did what I wanted with this. Like, what's the next thing? Uh-huh. You know, I still use it, and but comedy, I, ha- I don't have a full grasp of it yet, and I don't want to because I really <laughs> as soon enjoy as you do, it. You because like... I do feel like it, it's it's one of those fears. Of like, I don't want to get bored with this. I want to keep doing it. I like hanging around with the people, and I'm still the fact that it's always a learning thing. It's there's so many styles of comedy. You can you can do whatever. Comedy is whatever makes the crowd laugh. Yeah. So anybody that tells you that, oh, you're not too comic if you uh, if if you do this type of comedy, like no, then you're not a true type of comedy because you don't know what comedy is. Like you want to be a stand-up comic, you have your preconceptions of that. You you be your stand-up comic. You do what you think a stand-up comic is, yeah. while everybody else knows what a stand-up comic is. You know it's. Anybody that gets up there and do, does comedy is pretty much a stand-up comic. You know, it's not, of course, not stand-up comedy. Yeah. You know, not just some rambling, <laughs> some dude. Not some guy hanging out with his friends. And even, and even then, I'm not going to lie, there's some guys that are hilarious off stage yeah. that can't get up on, on the mic and do their jokes. Like, I know plenty of great, amazing writers. Uh, some from El Paso, there's this guy that a lot of people have heard about. His name is David Rout. And he is an amazing comedy writer. Like I've I've seen some of his stuff, great shit. But he can't get up on stage and what, perform. What has he done? What's he? He again? He just he just local. 
Just writes local, for fun. But he writes for, he's a teacher, I think. Oh, he know. just writes for fun. He just like writes he for fun. And he will get on stage and do, do it sometimes. And it's one of those guys that if you see him, you'll think he's fucking brilliant. And then you're like, well, why the hell are you not famous? And then you see him again. Like, that's why. Because it's like a hit or miss. <laughs> like, oh, that's the other co- that side of the coin. <laughs> but the fact that he can write and he can write for other people is it's great. But I, he doesn't get on stage that often. But the, the way that he writes, he's a stand-up comic. You know, it's, it's not just because you can get up there and, and do your lines. Doesn't, that's not the only requirement. Right, you know? right. Yeah. You have to have the, uh, what is it, the... The work ethic, the writing. Mm-hmm. It's a mix It's a mix of things. I know. And you don't have to have anything. That's the beauty about comedy. You can be <laughs> a big piece of shit or you can be like a, or you can be like a structured person. You're still a stand-up comic. Awesome. There's like – that is – that's what com- – I think that's what stand-up comedy is the best part about it is that I've seen like – I've, like I said, I've been doing this for 10 years. And like if we've been running open mics and showcases for the same amount of time and I've seen every type of person – come in through the stages. I've seen, I saw a UTEP math professor. Like, oh, I know what you're talking about. The Indian guy? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. What, yes. Uh, How's his name? Uh, oh, God. I, Raj. Right, the the no, dot no, guy, Raj. though. Oh, man. Yeah, but again, that guy, he like, you're a fucking college professor. Like, you, and why do you want to do stand-up? Yeah. I yeah. like it. And he gets up there and he does it. And it may not be the best, but he's up there doing his thing. And he was he really consistent it. at uh, Black Orchid Lounge. He'd just show up all the time. Randy. Oh, you know Randy what? is his name. Yes. I Rahesh. have seen him. Rahesh. Yes. And actually, since we're talking about him, uh, rest in peace, sir. Oh, yes. he passed? He passed away. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Sorry, I listeners. I a podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? He was yeah. such a cool guy. Yeah. He always... No, he... They, he oh, oh, I swear to God. Sucks. I swear to God. Why would he, he choke up a I don't know. <laughs> just like that. I can't believe it. He was... We we kind of bonded a few times. Like, I... I that I'm, I'm, I ask him that question. I'm When I meet... People say I'm a dick, but I'm, I, I just like asking questions. Yeah. And I asked him that. I was like, how... Why the fuck yeah, are you do doing this? comedy? You're a fucking college <laughs> professor. Like... It was like... And he said that. Like, I just enjoy it. And that's like... You're a true comic. You know, they make... I this is the whole debate online about hobbyists and comedians. Oh, yes. I say I'm a hobbyist just because it pisses people off. Like, <laughs> I think it's funny. But like I mean you wanna consider I consider myself a hobbyist because like I said, I don't take it seriously. Even though I'm traveling, I work comedy clubs, I work casinos, I get booked. I mean I don't I'm not doing it based on anything except my I don't have any cre- any big T V credits or any kind of credit. So when I get hired at these things it's based out of my comedy. It's right. never out of anything else. So I think I'm making, I don't know, is that enough to be professional? I mean, I've been there for 10 years. <laughs> I have comedy clubs, casinos. See, clubs. that's the thing. Like, if you ask like, so anybody, they're going to have a different definition. That's gonna, it, yeah. yeah. So it's like, what? I'm no different than, than Randy, than Rohesh. It was, it was the same thing. We're at the same level. I was just lucky enough to get those gigs, you know? And... I don't. I, I use like you said. I put them online, but I don't overdo. It. I'll put them once. Here's my schedule. Thank you very much. Those are my requirements from whoever books me. Like I advertise. If they ask me if I advertise, mm, okay. like yeah, looking up my Facebook, it's in there. That's it. I I just go do it. I want to. I want to be able to judge me on what I'm doing, not on what I did or or who I am. Right. So like when I I'm at a show, I just wait till my turn. I do my comedy or my shit. 
that you like me, I'll stick around. If you didn't, I'll hide in the back. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just buy a shirt. <laughs> so since you guys, since you're doing all this sketch comedy, since you're doing the sketch comedy, you're doing the videos. What are you trying? We're doing, guys. I can't say just me. Well, <laughs> you guys, team effort. <laughs> the team. What What does the team want to transition into? Is there, you know, just like as a comedian, you can have your influences. I guess as a company or as a group, is there is there something that you guys are aspiring? Yeah, to emulate. No, we just want to be known. <laughs> that like we just want people to know what we're doing. That's pretty much it. It boils down like we have. I think we have good talent. It's just a matter of putting it out there. And my take on it was we need to create content so we can attract people to come to see us live. That seems to be working for other people, right? You see all these YouTube stars are getting into comedy clubs yeah. because they have the following, even though they suck at live performing. <laughs> so why, why can't comedians start creating content like yeah. that and then back it up in a live show? That's exactly what this is about. Yeah. It's about like, look, all these people that you're seeing in these videos are local. And they're all comedians. You guys, you guys want to see more of them? We have these events. We have uh, trivia, like I said, hosted by comics. And you know, we got really good hosts now. <laughs> and the same thing with open mics and showcases. And uh, we have the showcase at the comic strip. Although it's just promotion for all these things that right. we, for the comedians themselves. And again, I don't put my name behind anything. Okay, it's not. It's never like Jib Sod presents or Jib Sod this or J I hate that. I don't like it. That's why it's always been a company. That's what it's always been. And always there's until recently, it was always somebody else at the head of it. Even though it's always been my company, it's always been Laughter Arts. It's always been mine, Sun City. It's I've always put somebody at the head of it because I don't. I don't like that type of publicity. I don't want to be at the forefront of things like that. Right. I'd rather be behind the scenes pushing somebody to strive to that, you know? Okay. I mean, is that is that because – is that an altruistic move or is that insurance just in case it No, it's just – no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's my – hey, dude, my, it's my name behind everything, like, officially. So yeah. in case it fails, it's going to come back to right. me. Yeah. But it's, it's, more, it's not even altruistic. It's just I do I don't, I don't want that. It's – I enjoy <laughs> – as much as I do comedy, I do kind of enjoy my privacy. I do a lot of stuff that I would never want it to come out on public, like, you know, be a public thing. Right. I've yeah. had the opportunity to be on radio shows. Uh, first of all, I can't wake up that early. <laughs> so that was. You got to wake thing. up at like five. You got to wake up right? earlier than that. And bullshit. And I, I'm not, not going to do it. I had the opportunity to be on a radio show in uh, Cruises, but I could never wake up on time. And uh, when I would try, I'd be like, I would always recent, nah, sleep is better. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I, I'll push whoever wants it, man. It's the, that's like, I can do all this stuff and I've done it for myself. Like, I, I've done enough for myself, you know, but it's spread it, you know, like, yeah. like there's other people that could take a good use of it. You know, I help a lot of comics with their websites, uh, with their headshots, with any videos that they need, you know, like for, promotion they uh comedians will have charity events that they're putting together like i'll do their advertisements you know they need equipment for shows that hey we have an open mic yeah there's the equipment is use it it's like i said it's it's for the scene it's not it's not just for uh, well, what is it gonna do what is it gonna do for us as a, as a company I'm like no you're trying to grow your shit if you grow and if you become something just remember us that's pretty much all we're asking okay you know it's it's not even and like even if you don't, if you just want to hang out and you know throw some ideas, dude, we're more than welcome. Just the um, <laughs> Aussie, Aussie. I don't like Aussie. 
<laughs> Your words, not mine. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Your words no, not no, mine. no. I'm not. I don't like. I didn't. I'm, I'm, let me correct that. I didn't like Ozzy. Okay, I think Ozzy was kind of his personality was not what I wanted to be around, and that's just a personal choice. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think most most any living human would feel the same way. But. Uh, no, no. Uh, there's a lot of people like that. He's Jesus Christ. Are we keeping that one. in? <laughs> no, but I'm, yeah, pu- we'll I'm, putting, I'm putting Ozzy as an example because right. Ozzy has a lot of hustle. Like, Ozzy is a hard worker. And I, it took me a while to see it. It takes a lot to see past a layer of douche that he has built okay. around himself. Okay. But when you when you get past that layer, you start seeing what who people really are. And okay. I, I may hate you as a person, but I appreciate... The effort that you're putting in something, I will back you up. And that's one thing with Aussie. I may not like I, – I, I didn't like him as a person, that he was, like I said, douche, just just a rap a turd, rap and douche. <laughs> I don't know how it works. But his hustle, he's proven a lot in the past maybe month, two months of what he wants to do. And I see the effort that he puts that, okay, I see past all that stuff. I know what you're trying to do. And now I kind of tolerate it a little bit more. Now that I know where he's coming right. from, now now that I see where that actual layer of douche comes from, I was like, okay, I I understand. I tolerate you now because I know where it's coming from. It's terrible childhood, you know. <laughs> I don't know, but no, like I said, hustle. And then there's the same thing. I work with anybody. Like I've had ex partners that turn into not partners because of people that I wanted to work with. You know, they oh I don't like that person. Well. Yeah, I know, but you know they're trying. They're doing good things, so let's help them out. And some people just don't get that, right? Oh, I mean, that's not good. everyone's nice. That's, that's good. <laughs> it's not about being nice. It's about being, you know, productive towards the scene. You know, like if okay. you're doing something good that's helping out the scene, we may not like each other, but I'm gonna I'm like okay, right. props, props yeah, to you yeah, for doing that. The business is separate from the personal politics. Exactly. And that's how it should be. And it always is. Like, if you, but if my one of my pet peeves is when uh, they try to take advantage of the comics. Like, I've <laughs> I've made enemies of people because of that. Like, I've I've yelled at people because of the way they treat comics. Like, I yell to comics. I have. Uh, I will tell them a lot of things, but I don't. I try not to talk behind their backs. Like, if I have something to say to you, I will tell you yeah straight up it's, or if there's an issue with something i will tell you i was like hey what's up with this but if you're going behind people's back or you're just talking shit to comics because you want to make yourself feel better or because you think you're above them then that's not that doesn't fly with me that's i feel that especially new starting comics you know when people start yelling like you're not a comic you're a fucking Dude, they're starting. <laughs> Not everybody wants to be what you are. Yeah. Like, yeah. Co- like I said, comedy is very broad. Some people just want to hang out. This is not a fucking social club. It's about pros working for like, <laughs> holy shit, come down. It's like every yeah. we all like comedy, man. Like, some people just want to hang out and be part of it without having to participate. Right. Let them like more welcome to you. Those that means that we get material <laughs> that nobody's ever gonna do on stage. You know, like yeah. there's a lot of guys that you just sounding boards. You know, uh-huh. like just talking shit. You yeah. come up with a lot of jokes, and who, who was the it? merrier? Who was it that had the that had the analogy of the like Michael Phelps in the swimming pool, talking shit to like the kids? Oh man, I forget. Was it Adam? I think it might have been Adam or George. I don't think it was George. I think it was Adam. He 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 made the allusion to like 
it would be as if like Michael Phelps jumped into the local pool and he told all the little kids that are swimming like, ah, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, but here in El Paso, it couldn't even be Michael Phelps. It's more like the well, captain yeah. of the high school uh, <laughs> diving team telling little kids about it. Like, and the high school yeah. diving team captain talking like he's an Olympic swimmer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, I feel like there's a lot of that going on in El Paso. A lot of, a lot of comedians think they're higher than they should. Like... I don't know what it is. They it, it, ego. It's it has There's to be ego. ego. Yeah. And my one of my main things to do is to kind of try to bring people down for their cloud. Yeah. You know, it's and it's not their cloud. It's just like look at where you are, bro. Look at this is El Paso. You're talking about being king <laughs> of the shit in El Paso, a town that is not really about comedy. It's 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 it, you, you make what you have here. Like yeah. El Paso is one of those towns that you want something. You gotta go yeah, find you gotta it. Go make it. Yeah, you gotta yeah. go make it. Like it's it's a small and it's it's a growing town. Right now it's like it's a flourishing city. Like it's growing. So there's like more people interested in more stuff. Yeah. You have to have a good base. And uh luckily us, we we, we work with a comic strip. We work uh, with all these different organ like I say, all these businesses that are legit, that we actually bring a little bit of legitimacy to what we're doing. We're not just we're not working out of out of a house. We're not working <laughs> right out of the back of a car we used to, we, used to <laughs> we we worked out of the back of a car for about 7 years <laughs> and um but again it was just uh, just a matter of growing we trying to bring i'm trying to get it out of the fucking ghetto yeah. okay it's el paso's growing it's not yeah. cholos and and just tacos anymore okay it's like <laughs> it's there's growing there's a lot there's it's a, a lot, lot to yeah. do like <laughs> four bliss is huge so we el paso needs to get out of that mentality one of the reasons one of the content things that we're trying to get out is more of that more of the different sides of El Paso there's right. there's more to El Paso than the stereotypes yeah you know like and but they're still there i mean yeah. i'm pretty sure yeah. we we had an idea for doing some content about since we're traveling off to washington we do we we do a lot of do a lot of shows out of town i wanted to take a camera and just ask people Hey, what is when you think about El Paso? What is the first thing that comes to mind? And people still say Old West horses, cowboy boots, <laughs> wow. and there's nothing of that here, right? Yeah. And like Mexicans, okay, that we do have. <laughs> well, that's about it. Like one out of four. That's not cool. <laughs> so it's like just get get out of that that type of mentality. Right. You know, let's show what there's a lot of stuff that El Paso has. To yeah, for more than more than those stereotypes and more than are... stereotypes and cholos. Yeah, like and that's get away from that. You know. We're, you can read some professionalism to, to El Paso. So I just had an idea for for a thing. I'll tell you after the fact, if I don't forget. There's already a, a, a show that, of like Cholos trying this and Cholos trying that. Ivan, that content exists. We're actually. It was got... not that rough. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Damn it. Never mind that. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. We had a couple of ideas for it, but we wanted to play uh, with it. We didn't want to like just fall into the stereotype. Yeah, of we course. just want to play with it. I mean, because it's still part of El Paso. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying let's get rid of it, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's, it's still just... part of the culture. Yeah. But, but there's more to it. But than there's that. more to it. Don't make you don't that... want to pigeonhole yourself exactly because they're making it seem like 95 percent of El Paso is covered in cholos. Like yeah. there's a cholo epidemic, you know? Like, <laughs> it's not. It's you got like a case it's of a the small percent. Yeah, it's a small percentage. It's just that they're loud and you know they want to make a lot of noise. Yeah, they're very very out there because they have, yeah well they're small they have a complex. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean it sounds like. I mean, this is all sounding like the complete this is the complete opposite of George, because George. Yeah, I don't know if you listen to the George White episode, but he was very much like 
the best way to improve a scene is selfishness. It's it's mm. going in and saying, you know what, I need to I need to stake my claim, I need to make a name for myself, and then that's how you build a scene. Yeah. I mean, that's that was he also had, he had some valid points, but you know, we're hearing the complete opposite. You're, you're Wait, and again, it's how serious you take it, I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I, I luckily I've never find it hard to do it. It's like getting nervous and stuff, but like I don't think doing comedy is that hard. And again, that's just a personal thing because I've heard from people that that is like one of the hardest things to do. I don't see it like that. I'm like, yeah. again, I always look at it like you're paying me money to get up and talk shit to people. Really, that's, <laughs> that's, uh, you're paying me a lot of money actually. At some sometimes <laughs> to just get up and talk to you. It's I, I see it from that point, and I, again, it's a not very popular way to see it. I guess I don't know. I just I just think you shouldn't be a dick about it. It sounds like you're you're trying to tra- take the stress out of it and keep it fun. Well, yeah, the, let the stress, if you, if you stress, I feel like if you stress about it, you're never going to get anything done. You know, like I've been very chill with it. I don't know if I've just been lucky or just. Well, I think you just found, you just found your groove. You found your style. You found what works for you. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I'm still learning. It's not like. Well, you haven't found, but you're. Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't pigeonhole myself, but I didn't make it like. Oh, by by year five, I have to be here. Or, or, oh, if I'm not here by then, it's always been like, I'm just going to keep doing this. Let's see what the fuck happens. You know, like that's that's actually my approach to anything that I've ever enjoyed yeah. personally that I would do for no money. You know, like you have things that you would do for money and then you have things that you would just do for, even for, if, free. for free. Even if they yeah. pay, you would gladly do them. Luckily, everything, all, every, everything that I've ever liked, like I, I feel like I've been – I didn't go to college. I, uh, it's it's a personal thing. I almost gra- I was like a semester and a half from graduating, but it was like almost a spite move towards my parents <laughs> to where because they were like, "You need college if you're going to be successful." I'm, like, I'm going to prove you fucking wrong. I'll show you. Yeah, exactly. And it was it sucked because <laughs> I see it like such a waste. I graduate graduate with academic honors, top five percent of my class, you know, scholarship the first year, and all this stuff. To just have it wasted. But I see it like, no, I'm going to show you that you don't need this. Especially yeah. for, like, photography and graphic design. <laughs> like, go to college and you're going to be a doctor, engineer, yeah. lawyer. Something that, you know, requires skill. Yeah. Otherwise, like, if you like something enough, you'll learn how to study every single aspect of yeah. it. And that's what I did with everything that I liked. I just studied everything that I could. The internet was the – as soon as the internet was a thing, I'm like – Fuck college. This is stupid. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. This is the future of learning. I will learn Google it. You will, I will YouTube video the shit out of everything. <laughs> like tutorials. If I Anything I ever learned from Photoshop, Premiere, it always was YouTube tutorials, really. Yeah, professor YouTube. That's a good yeah. thing. A professor YouTube. Professor Google. That is, I think that's the future of education. And That's, that's how I learned to, I was telling you, but, uh, you know, I had a super busy day. I replaced a window. The kind of window, it was like an aluminum window. I didn't know how to do it. I YouTubed it. Yeah, and they have everything. Yeah. Cars, how to, how to, how to fix a car. I, I learned how to change everything on my car through YouTube. Well, not like, you. I could probably drop an engine, right? But <laughs> I, I don't have the equipment. Yeah, but yeah, if yeah. I had it, yeah, all I need just, is a YouTube tutorial. There you go. <laughs> and yeah, and that, that's why I think college was bullshit. And I learned everything that I did. And now I, I worked at a call center for five years while at the same time training myself. Yeah. Uh, doing all this stuff, and I eventually quit that job, and I started my own business doing that, just that photography, graphic design, comedy, and it, I'm doing it still. You know, it's like three years down the road. It's tough sometimes, but 
I would not do anything else because, again, it's not really work. It's just I'm doing what I like, and I, I stressed out a, a little bit about it. So that's why comedy, again, no. You don't need more stress. I don't need more stress. And, again, yeah. it's, it's awesome when it's effortless. I think I find it more awesome that, again, I guess, again, this is just, like, terrible to say out loud. But this is, like... When I see people, like, comedians really stressed out about a set or, like, when is going to be my next gig and I'm going to make it and and this, and they're still in the same place that were, like, three, four years ago. And I look at it and I'm like, I haven't been stressing out. And I've been going out on the road more than anybody that I actually know or that I currently work with. Like, <laughs> with a couple of exceptions, I, I'm, I'm going out on the road constantly and again, I don't. I feel like I haven't paid my dues for it. Like, <laughs> you ever feel like, like you're cheating? Like I feel like I'm cheating, and I always oh. thought, oh, it's the it's the magic. I'm cheating with the magic. But like now that it's like less and more stand up, I'm like, what what is it then? Like when when they brought up that very first time, they're like, oh, you can't do anything without your magic. And I was like, I'm gonna prove you wrong, and I did it. And I'm like, okay, what now? Like, yeah. I prove <laughs> that I I don't need that. I can do it without that. Right. Well, I mean, it's I think it's just it's preconceived notions. I mean, that's why. You know, go back and listen to George White's episode and then listen to this episode. If anything, that should just teach you that there is no one way to do it. Because, you know, George White, he was super, he's super organized. Yeah. He he brought his he brought his fucking laptop. He was showing us how he itemizes, you know, every show, how much he got paid, how much time he did, where at. He tracked bored. the mileage. Exactly. <laughs> and well, I mean, I, he's I, doing, he's doing not, great gonna, for himself. Uh, yeah, no, actually, I, I tracked the mileage. So. <laughs> Expenses <laughs> I mean, is another thing. But, yeah, yeah no, he, he had a whole spreadsheet, and he's doing really well for himself. Yeah. You, on the other hand, I mean, you brought a bottle of water, and that was it, and you're doing very well for yourself, too. So, I mean, there is no one way – to go about it there is no one authority of, there's the beauty about it it's that anybody can claim they're a f- expert in comedy and i'll tell you okay you might be an expert but that's in your own career that's it that's you're gonna be the expert of your own career that's it because your way is not gonna work for anybody else but you yeah because you know not... how much amount of hustle you're putting into it you know how much you want to get out of it again not everybody wants to be uh television comic right like me personally i like traveling but my goal is to travel where they pay my <laughs> airfare i don't want to fucking drive anymore like <laughs> i made a go because i've been i travel quite a bit and the first two months of this year i was gone pretty much the entire month because i was in minnesota i was in washington oh, wow. i was in oregon i was in nevada i was in all these different places i was in corpus christi i was doing all these different shows and after after traveling to Minnesota for 22 hours in a car, Fuck I was that. like, you know what? I think I'm never going to do this again. I'm going to – more than 10 hours driving, not Fuck doing it. it. Yeah. But then then the Washington gig came out. and like, God, they got really good weed in Washington. <laughs> like, I can't say no to those gigs. Like, they know my weakness, you know? Like, like and that's true. Like, uh, I told my wife, all right, I'm not going to take any more gigs. I'm done. But I told her, like, accept – in the states where it's legalized recreation. <laughs> and now that's where all the gigs are coming from. There you go. I mean, pretty soon, I mean, you can't stick to that pretext forever. I mean, as more and more states start to legalize it, yeah. you're going to get and, uh, back again, to I'm, I get, Again, I get bored with the road. Like, I, I, it did ruin a relationship for me very early on. And it, it was like one of those wake-up calls, like, whoa, like, let's really analyze everything about it. Why did this happen? And that's the type of person I am. I'll, I'll take one thing. And I'll just super overanalyze whatever I can. That's how I'm able to 
do everything that I do at once. It's just a matter of knowing how it works, taking it apart, right. and taking pit by pit. Uh, and and I was on the road all the time. I was with this girl, and it was I was gone every week pretty much. And and that killed my relationship to the point that I'm like, that's why I moved to El Paso. Okay. I was like, and that's it. I was only supposed to be here for three months. Like, oh, I just got to get my shit together, like get out of that funk, and then I'm going to go back out there and be the best fucking magician that I could ever be. <laughs> 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 and and I, it just, I came down here, and I just priority changed. So I was like, oh, I don't, I don't need to worry about that. It was... Seriously, like it, being in El Paso made me a more laid back person. That was like, a turning point. Nice. Yeah, it was a turning point. It was the oh, I don't, I don't, I don't need to fucking do anything. I can, I can slack off for a couple of years. I'm in my twenties. Yeah. You know, I had that mentality. <laughs> my parents, my parents were not strict, but they had that mentality. Like you got to be successful. You got to do. You got to go to college. And after college, you, you you find a girl, you marry, you like you start family and all that. I'm like okay, yeah, that's exactly my life was planned out. So when that girl broke up with me, that ruined oh, everything. Oh shit! It's like it threw those plans, and it just made me like where the what the fuck is this all about, you know? You go through those things. You ever, and you ever get that thing where, like, you hear something and you, immediately you think about it in terms of, like, what that scene would look like in a movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was one of those scenes, pretty much. Well, because, like, I'm picturing, like, you're talking about how it destroyed you. I imagine you and, like, you've seen, uh, I'm sure you've seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> that scene where, where, where the hotel room's trashed. <laughs> yeah. But well, with, like... Magic props, like a bunch of bunnies <laughs> no, it was, hopping it, around. It, it was actually and... sadder than that. It was just <laughs> me in a studio apartment, laying in a Murphy bed, listening to terrible Blink One Eighty Two songs <laughs> because it was the early two thousands, and that's uh, kind of relevant. Yeah, I actually lost a shitload of weight during that breakup. It was it was terrible. It wasn't like now I look at it back, I'm like, I was a fucking kid. I'm stupid. Yeah. But like at the time, you know, it, it kind of hits you, and it did. Move, it made move me to El Paso and made me kind of like just chill about everything, and it just made me it it made me really appreciate everything that you know I do instead of like that goal of just constantly moving about getting to the finish line. It's all like no, it's it's about relaxing, do your thing at your own pace. No, but you don't. I don't need to answer to anybody. That's like that's what I came up out of that. <laughs> Like before, it was like, oh, my parents, the disappointment, and and my girlfriend, and I'm gonna disappoint <laughs> her, and the people that I work for, I'm gonna disappoint them. And then, uh, once that shit led to, once that got thrown out of my head, I was like, oh, I'm, it's, it's about me. It's it's about what I want to do, and yeah. and I don't have to answer to nobody. Right. I, well, I can do whatever the fuck I want. We answer to nobody except our new god Google. Except, yeah. Well, Google go. is a tool for me doing whatever the fuck just, I want. Just wait. <laughs> Give it a couple of years, and we'll be answering to Google. Google will tell you what to do. Yeah. Well, if it's a good thing, I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Is Google paying for Wi-Fi? Because I'll do it. For, I'll do anything for free Wi-Fi. <laughs> how do you, when you're doing the, the magic tricks, how how do you pick a trick? How do you decide what tricks are going to go into your act? Like um, Right now, it's just a matter. Magic is dumb. In the sense that people know it's a trick. You know, it's... Everybody knows you're being tricked. There's no such thing as real magic. Well, no. <laughs> it's, Damn it's, it. It's in the name, magic trick. If it was just magic, then maybe. But it's trick, illusion. It's, it's an, you have that agreement. So it's a, my, my act is more of a play on that. It's a play on your expectations. Everybody's seen a magic show. So my job is to kind of turn that on his head. So any kind of trick that I do, do has to have that. 
has to have like a certain degree of like you're expecting something, then it gets, you know, left turn. It's always a left turn. Uh, and uh, I had I hadn't changed my match again since I started really. I mean, I've added things, I've replaced a couple of things, but it stay the same. I can do my I can do my magic set in my sleep. It's automatic pilot. Like there's been times, <laughs> not kidding, where like I'm doing a show and I'll kind of like blank out. Like I'll walk out in my head. And I walk back in, and I'm, I don't know where I'm at, but I'll say a word. Okay, hit it. I, it's, <laughs> they laughed, so I guess that was good. I can start a new bit. And right now I'm in the process of changing some tricks because, again, it just like I said, I had a shift in how to build things in my head, and it just opened the floodgates to all these sort of new things that I want to do. And when you're doing when I'm doing the magic, since I'm playing in the expectation, I have to do the card trick, the prop trick, and then the rope trick, and then the like main big illusion so it's just a matter of taking those so what card trick am i going to do or how am i going to present that so i just found a new card trick a new way that i'm going to do it it's based on an old trick but i'm kind of updating it like most magic is really <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool that's very exciting yeah it's it's all right i i'm not i don't practice like i'm i don't i like guess the same thing with comedy i don't sit there and go over my set or have it written down and like read it and everything happens in my head really like I'll just picture myself doing it the same thing with magic so it's always fun when I gotta try it for the first time and, <laughs> and I do it and like just kind of go through it oh, okay by then and then it takes about two three t tries to get some like at least with me again everybody's different it takes me about at least two to two, three times doing it on stage to get it to where I kind of wanted to be okay. and the rest is just polishing it off but like by that third time, I'm like, all right, I know the cues. I know what you're going to hit. I know where the main points are. I know what needs to be changed. Like I said, working at the comic show, that hosting thing is the best because you have seven shows. Yeah. So what I've been doing did last week, I tried a bit on Wednesday that it did terrible. Like, I would just threw it out there. But I threw it out there. I'm like, okay, that needs to be here. Blah, blah, blah. By the second show, bid complete. By the third show, I had added an extra two bits to it. Nice. So I was, and then by the end of the week, I was already part of the, the show. Nice. And I was just like, and I knew I was a lot because I was getting to where I was getting the red light and I hadn't even done doing the new stuff. I'm like, oh nice. shit, I got, do I have, do I, wow. It just worked. Nice. So you don't do, do you not do magic for your kid? No. <laughs> kind of. I cheat at cards or whatever. <laughs> but you don't you don't do the sleight of hand stuff, you know. Yeah, I cheat at Uno all the time with him. I don't want him winning. <laughs> He's too young to taste victory. That, that's so sad. Like if I knew how to do magic, I feel like I'd do Oh no, I, I do some like yeah, I kinda like do coin stuff and like I'll make Yeah, yeah, that's like, what I meant. Card like, manipulation yeah, you'll do, in front of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do that kind of stuff. And he kinda knows that what I kinda do. He says I'm funny for a living. <laughs> Is that what he says? Yeah. Is that what he tells people? That's yeah. adorable. He's funny. Like, uh, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'd be in welfare if I was just funny for a living. <laughs> so going back to what you said earlier about comedy and magic sort of being your your means to interact with people, uh, you know, you've known a lot of comedians working at the comic strip, going on the road. It seems like there's a certain personality type that's attracted to this field. It's sort of more the asocial 
kind of socially awkward hmm. type person, sort of depressed, sort of <laughs> depressed. I think every comedian is depressed. Yeah. Um, no, I well, I always think about it like this. There's gotta be something deeply wrong with somebody that wants that needs validation from a group of people and from strangers. I don't know. I don't. Like I said, I'm not. I don't consider myself a comedian because, again, entertainer. It's always been for me. I know what it's about. It is about that. I like the magic aspect. Is like, oh, I know something that you don't. Figure it out. With comedy, is like, oh, right, let's see how much fun I can make of you before you get mad. You know, that, <laughs> that is like with the like. Because my my go to things with comedy, like if you're one on one out on stage, my first thing is like, oh, you look like blah blah blah, and it's always negative. And like, <laughs> you start realizing, like, I'm a fucking terrible person. Why do I always go to that? Like, oh, that's just how your brain works. Like, accept it. If you don't want people to know, just shut your mouth. So, you know, and so, but I don't. I, I want to hear that. But there is, I, I, I do think that there's got to be something wrong with people that need that type of validation, getting on stage in front of people. And, and, and when you think about that, that one of the, the number one fear of people is public, public speaking. speaking. What the hell is so wrong with you that you're bypassing that fear, the number one fear, just to get validation from strangers? From like, they don't give a shit about you until you get up on stage. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just don't. I it takes a certain kind of people, attention horse too, like this. I don't know. Like, that people want to be this. And maybe you didn't have enough attention when you were a kid. I feel like that's my thing. I feel like I don't. You didn't. Never, get enough I, attention I didn't get enough attention from my parents. Okay, to this day, my parents have never seen me perform. Really? Well, yeah. Never seen me do magic or do comedy. That's insane. Oh, yeah. It's, well, my mom's, first of all, my mom's Mexican, so she doesn't understand English. And my dad, <laughs> no, my doesn't give a shit, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny because shit. people uh, he works with have told him, like, oh, we went to see him at the comic strip, or he was doing this, and it was amazing. My dad's like, oh, that's very nice. <laughs> well, yeah. Have you have you invited him out to see yeah. your performance? Oh yeah, a few times. Well, and, and it's always like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, well, the first time I got a huge gig at a comedy club. Dad, guess what? Like, I know I just started, but like, I got a gig in a, this comedy. It's kind of a big deal, you know. It doesn't happen this fast. Like, uh, my this this uh, comedian, older comedian that I was talking to, he he's like, that they say that doesn't happen this fast. That you have to have something. So like, very excited. Damn it, like, oh, that must be nice. Um, do you have that car payment? <laughs> I, and again, I imagine you, like, you on stage performing, and then there's, like, like in the movies, there's a one, one seat. Seat reserved. reserved. <laughs> no, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a shit anymore. Like, I, my parents pay as much attention as I pay to them, you know? Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not close stuff. I just know who I, I hang out with people that spark my, like, we have interests in common. My family... We really don't have anything in common. Like, mm. it's, they're my family. We visit each other. But, like, I can go weeks or months without talking to them. And I, it's like, they'll have to call me. And, or, and, and it's nothing like, it's just, again, that's just how it is. Like, I enjoy spending time with my kid, my wife, and, you know, comics and the people mm. that I work with. So I got my group. If you want to be part of my group, like, if you want to hang out, uh, you can be like Nico. Nico, uh, Jimmy, and, when he started, he wanted to hang out. I don't. I didn't like him. I hated him. Like, no, get away from me. You wear sunglasses now. You're a douche. Okay. And they're like, hey, you mind if I come to your house and and write? 
I'm like, yeah, whatever. Find my address if you can. <laughs> Jesus. And he started showing up. He just showed up, and then he never left. And now we're like friends. <laughs> so if you want to be friends with Jibs, stalk him relentlessly. Don't don't show up to my house. Dude. I have enough with Nico and Orlando, and people show up at all hours to the, my house. That's weird. Well, I'm always up. That's the whole thing. Yeah. You know, it's super. Oh my god, it's super reassuring to hear you say that about family because I don't. Like I don't. I'm not close to my family at all. I don't hate them. It's just yeah. They're. You know, I you're, don't have any interest with that. Like, we don't people, have anything in common. Exactly. You've never been to one of my shows? Go fuck yourself, okay? Well, not even that. It's nah, just, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> my, and actually, I I think it also stems from they don't think I'm I'm not the funny one in the family. Who's the funny one? It's my brother. Really? <laughs> yeah, my brother is funny. He won't get on stage. I think I've met your brother before. Yeah, very handsome. Yeah. Young man, yeah. Yeah. You, like got, the same, you got the same thing that Jerry got Carnes the, has got going. He got the looks. I got the smarts. <laughs> well, maybe not in that case then. So. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Everyone's getting it today. Well, hey, you know what? Like, like, it's, it's, it's a little lighthearted. It's a little lighthearted jab. I don't knock jab. on hustle again. Jerry has. Yeah, exactly, hustle. exactly. Like I, you know, I, I respect him for the hard work that he's doing, but he's not above getting shit talked about him. Like it's. I don't think anybody, anybody, nobody, that, nobody anybody has any level talk. of anything. Uh, will get shit talk about them. Well, no, I mean, like, I don't, I feel that nobody is above being made fun of in, oh, yeah. not in a malicious way, mm-hmm. but, like, nobody's above satire or nobody's above being poked yeah. fun at. Well, my, my, I always like P.T. Barnum, and P.T. Barnum said it best, like, I don't care what they say about me, just make sure they get my name right. <laughs> you know? There's no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah. Like, like, I've, I don't know, I just, I don't. I step in into this whole conversation online when there's shit that I see wrong. If I just it's just shit talking, I'm like have at it. But if it starts shit starts flying the wrong way or things are being said that are not true, or any then I'll step in. I don't care about anything that's going on with anybody. Like we're doing our thing. I I hear our name a lot in conversations that that um. One thing that I do want to put out there, we are a business. Uh, Laughter Hours is a business. We do work with a lot of comics, and a lot of people say, how can you work with him after they talk so much shit? Like, because we're a business. Yeah. And as long as they're not talking shit about the business or bringing down our name, I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. Like, because I will talk as much shit as if it was the next person. But Like, if we're doing a business together, then that's a whole different thing. Business is business. Business is business. And I don't, and I don't give a shit about respect. I don't give a shit about any, like, I saw a post, um, somebody complaining about not getting props from a comic after doing one of their shows or open mics or whatever. Oh, yeah, it was and like, I'm like uh, yeah. why the fuck would you even care about that? It's a like, very mafia-style thing. It's, like, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, exactly. It's like gang mentality. It's like, you're a fucking business. Why do you even bring that out? Yeah. Like you're just, you know, you're making yourself look worse. Like you're trying to, oh, I'm teaching you a lesson by te- by blasting you on and putting respect on you. No, you're you're telling me that you are not commanding enough respect personally that you have to blast people to to get it. It's like I mean, it is the opposite of what you should be doing. And again, but, again, well, everybody runs their business like they want. By the same token, though, I do I do feel like grat- gratitude. There should be some level of gratitude. Eh. Like there should be there should be. I mean. 
nah. Again, I don't, you know, like, <laughs> like I'm, 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 again, I do what I do because I want to. Like, right. I, I've done. I don't even want to bring this up. I, I guess. Look, I've, I've taken a lot of comedians on the road with me. I've, I've given plenty of opportunities to comedians. A lot of the comedians that are working at the end of my gods are there because I've kind of recommended them. I put them through them. I'm very good with the booker there. The actual booking gigs, not the opening shitty gig. I'm talking about the paid spots. Yeah, the paid spots, yeah. I, I, whenever I can, I take comedians. When I'm headlining, I try to take a comedian with me on the road. I've taken everybody. I've taken from Anthony, Adam, Nico, Lando, Dante, uh, S3, The Wolf. I've taken pretty much anybody that can pull their weight. I've taken them with me, and it's never been, oh, you owe me, or it's like, use it to get ahead because I'm, that's your job. Like, I'm just bringing you, I don't expect things. I don't, I don't want any of that stuff. I wouldn't do it if, if, <laughs> why am I going to do stuff just to get the, the, well, yeah, the applause? Like, that's like, for me, it's like, just you don't, do it. You don't expect it. I don't want it. It's, on, I, don't, I don't, I don't want it. I really on don't. On their side though, like there should be like, have enough, have enough humility to be like, Hey, well, you know what? Thanks. Yeah. If yeah. It's a small, like, Hey, thanks for giving me a couple minutes. Like there yeah. should be some level of, of gratitude. Like you don't gotta fucking kiss the ring, but at least. <laughs> well, again, if I want something out of you, I'll do that. Well, yeah. Or like if I'm, uh, okay, you're right. Table side, common courtesies. Those are those necessary things, yeah. if you want. But to ask things for, to ask things every time for something. You know, like people th- better thank me for the way they've seen it. I'm like, no, no, that, you did little... this because you wanted to. Right. You're not doing it for. The new comics or the old comics, you're fucking doing this because this is your your want this. Yeah. Like I would not help anybody. Like okay, I and I don't help people out of the goodness of my heart either. Okay, <laughs> I don't. I'm not, I'm gonna get out there and say it. I don't help you out of the goodness of my heart. A lot of the times I'm helping you out because it's helping me. Right. Like creating websites for comedians that helps me develop my skills, helps yeah. them get good, and also I charge them once a year for the fucking service. Like the first year is free, but after that, if you want to keep it, if you want to keep doing it, there's gonna be a cost involved. Yeah. Okay. Headshots again, I'll do them for free. Why? Because that helps me build up my skill right. as a photographer. The you same build thing a portfolio. with the, exactly the same thing with the videos. I'll do your videos. That helps me create editing, things like that, and those help me promote for other people. It's like. That just oh you want you want a website here let me show you all the websites that I've done, you I'm building a portfolio not just to help me I'm helping other people at the same time mm-hmm. and that's I don't I don't require things I like I feel especially if if you have to ask for them that's that's what it is that's like lovely. I don't want to ask for it if you tell me hey man thank you very much hey. Thank you. Exactly. I appreciate it. But to but I'm to not like, gonna hey. be. Oh fuck that guy! He didn't say thank you. He can go fuck himself. <laughs> yeah. No, like like for me, it's like you did good. All right, I may put you. In, uh, um, I have some paid work for you. You didn't do good. Hey man, better better luck next time. The open mic is here for this. That's another thing. Open mics. I, I feel like El, some El Paso comics don't have a good grasp on what an open mic is. Like open mic means that anybody can get up there and do Whatever. time. Yeah. There's no restrictions. That's why it's an open mic. If you have open mics where you only allow a certain amount of people, then that's called a fucking showcase. Okay? (laughs) Open mics are open to the public. So start (laughs) advertising them appropriately. (laughs) Open mics imply anybody can perform. 
That's I'm sorry I had that. Simple concept. Yeah, is, because that's what we do. We do open mics. I, I got away from the only showcases that we're doing are at the comic strip. The next one we have, I think it's in June or the end of May. So whenever Carlos Mencia is in here, we have that uh, okay. week. Or Pablo, I can't remember. One of those two. <laughs> yeah, we have like a day in one of those special events. And again, we, I book those showcases. I let people come in. And again, the people tell me, what does he do in the comic strip? He, I see him work, and he has a good three minutes. That's all he needs, you know? And people get mad. Like, oh, why are the, you guys, uh, the posters are the comic strip, or the amateurs are the comic strip. Like, okay, you're right. The people that are at the actual place for professional comedy, the place that's been <laughs> around in El Paso for 30 years bringing comedians is the place that doesn't know shit about comedy, <laughs> right? That's, again, it's that, that kind of mentality that uh, it's not... I don't know. Like it's, and it's not. I've, I hear from more than one person about talking shit about the comic strip. Like, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, he's been in business for that long. I'm pretty sure he. Yeah, has I mean, idea. after yeah, you've been doing it for thirty years. You kind of know. Yeah, what's going and, on. and exactly. And I've always my goal was like I want to work there, yeah. and I and I've had partners that had fallouts with the comic strip, and I always picked the comic strip. Like, no, I that's the place. That's where you want to work. Well, that's, yeah, that's kind of what you're aspiring. Yeah. I've been actually working at a comic store for 10 years. Yeah, because, I mean, from, from there, I mean, that's that's a pretty – I mean, what what's going to fly better to a booker at a comedy club somewhere else? Hey, I'm from El Paso, and I did, you know, this bar. Oh, yeah. That, what, yeah. what is going to sound better? Oh, yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a regular host at the my home club, been so for 10 years. I've been traveling for – I've been traveling for the past five years all over the country, or I've had one fucking bar show for blah, blah years. Who are you going to hire? There? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not, again, but I'm just a hobbyist. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I really am. I mean, I don't have, I don't have any kind of credit to my name as far as TV credits, you know, mostly road work, casinos. <laughs> you know, oh, speaking of the, speaking of the road work thing, I, um, I forgot where I where I saw it. I don't know if I if I had thought it up or if it was discussed, but how you were talking about how you don't like to do road shows anymore. Uh, no, I like about, them. I just well, I'm well, taking a break from them. Yeah. yeah. Um, aspirations where you want to end up. I used to think. I mean, I still love David Tell. Absolutely love David Tell. And I always I always wondered why isn't he better known? Why it's isn't he comic. doing yeah, exactly? He's a club comic. He's a road comic. And I, it didn't dawn on me until it was a little while ago that, like, I thought about it. I was like, yeah, I can't see David Tell doing a big... Like an arena? Yeah, You saw Captain show. Miserable, and you saw how that went. Yeah. He's not... A, and again, he knows his limitations. Yes. But he also knows what he wants. See, that's the whole thing when you hear comics about... Oh, you got to do this to be pro. Everybody has their own different goals. Everybody knows what they want out of this. Huh. It's not going to be the same one, the same thing for everybody. Some comedians wants to be, I want to fill up arenas. I want to be on TV. I just want to I just want to get paid to, you know, fuck around. Yeah, you know? and I think that's kind of David Tell's mentality yeah. is he wants to be he likes being a road comic. Yeah, he likes and, being a club comic. And he's hilarious. He's he's actually the reason Phenomenal. that I wanted to be do stand up. Like so amazing Jonathan do what he did in one of those Comedy Central presents, and then mm-hmm. I would see David Till right afterwards, and I'm like, that's 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 where I want to go. I want to, I think I'm better at making people laugh than making them be amazed. You know, like with the with the tricks. The only reason I got ahead anywhere where I was was because I was funny. I was never a good magician. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a good magician. <laughs> 
I can tell that it requires a lot of practice. That's something I don't do. I don't sit there and practice shit. I'll think about it. I'm very good at analyzing things, but when it comes to practice, no. You're, so, you're still guessing their card. You text them every now and then. <laughs> the three of clubs? Three of no. clubs. We've been through this 52 times, man. <laughs> uh, but no, and, and, and it's just, um, again, it's just the drive that you have, right? Like, what, where do you want to go with it? I, I'm not going to work. I don't, again, personally, I don't, if I work hard at this, I lose. I'm already losing. So, like, <laughs> the moment that I put any kind of hard work into any of this, is when I'm I'm I quit I'm done. <laughs> so he's saying be funny. Being funnier was easier than practicing. When it, when it was being a magician, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I would see and, and it, it, it was a realization I had when I was working at this uh, magic restaurant where I bought this trick from a magician. It was called Deja Vu, and it was this beautiful card routine where they would pick a card, sign it out of a blue deck, and then the card would disappear, reappear on the deck, and then. Um, I had a paper clip with a red card tied up, and I would take that card, open it up, and it was their signed card. Like, change colors and sitting there the whole time. How does like, that, How do those work? It is it, a lot of fucking uh, palming and misdirection. So it took me months to learn that goddamn trick. And it was my favorite. It was one of my favorites because it looks so good. And then I would do. I would start off the routine at the magic restaurant with a, a cigarette disappearing thing. Where I would take a cigarette, put it in my hand, and to make it disappear. And that's a trick that you can buy at a magic shop for like six bucks. Okay. It's super easy. And I remember doing the cigarette trick. They'd be super amazed. Move on to this very complicated car routine. And they look at me after I'm done. Perfect. They're like, Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. But um, where did the cigarette go? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I spent months developing this. Sh- you were amazed by this trick that you can do out of the box, and that taught me. I was like, okay, I don't need any of this complicated shit. All I need is entertain them, and I just became the mag became a lot more funny. A lot of more of that commentary on that. It was I like to make fun of the fact that magicians would do all these weird moves for nothing yeah i've seen your i've seen you i've seen your your set you do you do a lot of that you uh you chastise the who like i yeah the volunteer the yeah the volunteer of course yeah you do the one trick with the uh with the rope and the sliding knot oh yeah yeah those are standard they're all yeah. like magic tricks that you can learn in books like yeah the, the magic trick books that you pick up in the library pretty much every trick that i do it's there <laughs> okay because again it wasn't about the trick it's about how you present it, how to make it fun and magicians hated me i was this 18 year old kid working at a restaurant and these the youngest next magician was like 38 and <laughs> these guys were good they were great magicians they're not knocking on their on their ability to do magic tricks but they were ter- a lot of them were terrible performers they they didn't know how to hold the crowd right. they knew how to do the magic trick but they didn't know any pattern they didn't know how to keep the crowd entertained so the people were always oh good trick clap yeah. clap clap <laughs> bye and i would walk in there and just loud talking all sorts of smack about it and people having a good time laughing. Like, I always... I got so nervous when people didn't laugh. Even when I was a magician, I felt like, oh, you're not responding. This means I'm doing terrible. <laughs> that's not what magic's supposed to be about. What, and, what's, yeah. the name of, uh, what's the name of that kid? He was... He's like 20-something now. He's like if, if Aurora decided to do magic. He does the really dry. He's got a really dry delivery. David Blaine. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was like, oh, what, the, what the fuck is his name? Um, I think he's twenty something now. What is he known for? He's known for like he's a magician and he's an okay magician, but 
his like comedy is phenomenal. Oh, very got, dry, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's you're got, I can't remember his name. Skinny kid, mm-hmm. and he's got the he's got a super dry delivery, mm, like yeah. monotone, and it's he's hilarious. Yeah, he's very though. funny, very like witty. He's okay. British, right, or something? Like no, that. no, he's not British. He's he doesn't not have British. an accent. He's no. nothing, yeah, there's a guy that's very witty, white dude, right? Yeah, he's like a white kid. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're Skinny talking about. Skinny white kid. And he I think went he was on, at Penn and Teller. He was. He or was. Something. And he yeah, did amazing there. Yeah. And I think they even talked about how it was less the magic and more his personality. Persona, exactly. His and, I, and, I, and that's why I could, that's why I'm saying I'm an entertainer. Like, I just enjoy that from the crowd. I want that feedback. And comedians, like I said, magicians hated me because I was making more fun of it than taking it seriously, first of all. And then I moved to comedy, and comedians hated me for doing the stupid magic. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, you're a prop comic. That's what you are, a prop comic. Which is true, kind of. But, hey, it's, uh, it, I don't care. I was getting paid. Right, you know? right. Like, and I think that's what pissed off these guys more, because like, people would be more inclined to hire somebody that was entertaining rather than good at showing me right. what card I picked. You know? <laughs> like, I, it, came, it came down to that. And I, 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 bell, I, I found a lot of, uh, like, bad juju right away. But like I said, I, don't, I didn't give a shit. I You're just paid. Like, exactly. Like, oh, you don't want to hire me? That's fine. I'm just, somebody else will. Yeah. Kyle Eschen. Kyle Eschen. Kyle Eschen. How, you spell, got, how you spell Eschen? To, well, all you got to do, all I did was YouTube dry comedian. And then the first thing is, like, dry comedian magi- magician. Dry comedian magician. And yes, that he Kyle came. Eschen. All ES- hell Google. Yeah. ESC. <laughs> you read my thoughts, Google. Hold on, let me find. Let me find it you, know, you know what the best part is when you like type something in Google and you just type in the first two words. The automatic. And then the whole sentence oh. comes up. Oh, this is fucking. That's this is fucking. It's like you're connecting with humanity. Your prayers, dude. It's like e- someone else Googled this before me. Thank okay. you, person. Right? E- like, I'm not unique. <laughs> E-S-C-H-E-N. Kyle Eschen. He's got a TED Talk. Oh, like, oh, wow. This kid's like oh, maybe 25. I don't, okay, another thing, I don't watch comedy. You don't watch comedy? I stopped watching Comedy or Magic a long time ago. Oh, thank you. I, every, Everybody's every like, oh, have you seen that on... Chappelle? No. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen, I don't watch, I have I've seen only one Netflix comedy special. And that was a Tom Segura one. Oh, that one's which one? Mostly stories or the other one? Uh, mostly stories. Okay. Yeah. Who was it? George White. He came on and he's like, have you seen this one and this he one? He had seen one? them six times each. And I was like, no. And he's like, what are you doing, man? I was like, oh, God, <laughs> they're sitting what are they doing? They're sitting there writing notes like they're going to give them to the comedians, you know, <laughs> like at the end. Like, oh, there's some I mean, help it, on your sets. If it works for him, it works for him. It's just. I don't know. I professor. I, I think I called George professor comedy a couple of times. I hate professor comedies. Because <laughs> I hate people that think that they have this, um, not hate them. I just, I don't understand how you can, oh, this is the way to do comedy. There's like a formula to do comedy, and this is the way you do it. I also heard from another comic, actor comic, like, oh, there should be a class to teach you how to do this. Like, I think that this is something that you can teach. And I was like, I guess you can, but you're going to be teaching your way of doing it yeah. when there's like, hundreds and thousands of different ways to approach this. Yeah, like, it's like it's like trying to point to a Bob Ross video and being like, that's how you paint. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, no. Right, so whenever people ask me, like, oh, well, how, did I, how can I get started by doing comedy? Get on stage. Say shit. You know, do, but I don't know. Like, that's, nobody does. Like, yeah. I can give you some guidelines. Like, you have, you, I'm pretty sure you sit down with your friends and think of funny shit. Write it down and then see if it works on stage. Yeah. I had uh, somebody was it somebody messaged me yesterday, some kid out of Las Cruces, 
and uh, he was like, hey, because, um, you know, he's he's a friend of my brother's. He's like, hey, I want to try doing stand-up, and your brother said that I should get in touch with you about it. You, you got any pointers? And all I told him was, like, make put your face out there, go to open mics, do your thing, don't get too big for your britches. Like, don't immediate. I think I told him, it was like, the second that you think that you've got it, you probably don't. Yeah. Stay out of the personal politics and just go do your thing. Oh, just fa- go to the stages. My and favorite thing, I get a lot of um, bard at the comic strip, actually. When somebody walks up to him and like, hey, I'm trying to do comedy, what I do? He sends it to us, to laugh. <laughs> oh, nice. And the first thing I always ask, like, oh, yeah, have you ever done it before? No, but I'm pretty funny. And you always get, oh, yeah? Like, you, you get some material? Yeah, I've been working some material. I think I have about, like, maybe, like, 30 minutes of good material. Jesus. And you're like, and I just, I never say anything because oh for me, it's like, I'm not going to be the one to burst your bubble. Right. So I'm like, all right, cool. Well, maybe you should try an open mic if you have that much material, so you try it out. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I don't want to discourage it. I don't want to be a, oh, you're full of shit. You don't have 30, you know how long it takes. Hey, man, you're going to find out all the shit on yeah, your own. Enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. To me, it's like, enjoy the ride. Comedy is a good ride. Yeah. And I, I enjoy the social aspect. I really do. I want to talk to other people that have the same um, mentality as us. There's right. comedians like, oh, this is work. is like, go hang out in your own time. And like, no, I create, we create, I create my space because I want to hang out with people that enjoy the same things. Right. So I'll work at it at your own, at your own pace. But do you want to do comedy? Like your friend just... Get out there. Yeah, do I told him. Just do get it. out there and do, do it. it. There's no other way. You can't prepare for it. You can sit in the silence and think how it's going to go in your head, <laughs> yeah. but it's going to be totally different. Yeah. I think I told him, too. I was like, you're probably not as funny as your friends say you are. Yeah. It's don't don't fall into that trap. There's somebody else that I got into it that they were um, – you, you, you guys had actually had a run-in with this person that they messaged you guys, and they're like – Hey, I'm gonna be in El Paso, and uh, how much do you pay your comedians for the open mics? Who was it? I well, I'm not gonna name names. I don't even know their name. <laughs> but they had messaged you guys. Laughter hours are like, how much do you pay for the open mics? And you guys were like, what? <laughs> and strange. I I saw them at a thing, and uh, they were they were I was talking to them about it, and I was asking them, I was like, well, how long have you been doing it? And oh, well, I've been doing it like maybe a couple weeks, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, how much do you have? Oh, I probably have like maybe an hour and a half. Jesus. And I Christ. think I told him I was like, No, you don't. No, you no you don't. Like, I'm ready for my special. You have you have an hour and a half of stuff that you can say, but you probably don't have Again, any of I, that. I don't say anything. I stopped. I just like, like yeah, it's just <laughs> it's, okay. Enjoy it. <laughs> I but I wanna hear this. I I do like I, I don't like hearing comedy anymore, but I do enjoy hearing new people. Like there's something very very, I don't know, like raw and and just beautiful about seeing somebody do stand up for the first couple of times. Like it's just like the nervousness, like the way that they try to talk, and you always see that emulation of like you can always stay who somebody's favorite comics are by the first <laughs> oh. two times that they perform, <laughs> and they may not be doing the material, but they're emulating like mannerisms yeah. or the way that they talk, yeah. and you're like that guy's. That guy, and it's always like that guy's a Dane Cook fan, uh. you know. Like a lot of those younger comics, I remember back in the day, a lot of Dane Cook fans that they were trying to do the same movements and talk like him, and you're like, oh, I'd like, just be terrible. And, yeah, but but you know what? Like you, everybody moves away. I, I was actually listening to one of my early, my very first set at the comic strip. I uh, I managed to catch an open mic, like the very first open mic that they did when I was doing comedy. I did a set, and I actually got hired the very first out of the first uh, 
open mic that I did a comic strip. But I was looking, and I sound just like David Tell. Like, <laughs> like it's the the matter when you're talking the loud boys, and like the drawling. What are you gonna do? Like that. It was my say. It was my jokes, but yeah. it was in that voice. And I look at him like, wow. Like if <laughs> it's fucking David Tell, and but and I look at it now. It's like, oh, I came down a lot. It's just like it's not the same. Like now it's my voice, and that's actually what I'm moving towards now. It's more my shit. It's more moving towards that. I'm finally getting to that stage in my material where I'm like, oh, finally, it's about my personal stories and not just my jokes that I've come up with. It's like now I'm talking about myself and it's more comfortable about it. Yeah, that's a good that's a good place to be at where you where you start to find that you can you can take the everyday situations or the yeah. stuff that happens in your life and then craft it mm-hmm. yeah. into something. Yeah, because that, like I say, if you can write up your life, it's probably gonna be unique. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be most likely not hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, there's only sixteen type of personalities in the world, right? And it's only Six million people. And, okay, sorry. I'm going to start doing math. It's just Aries and... <laughs> Aries and Virgo. Whatever the hell else. Aries and Virgo. I've actually been reading a lot about the, the 16 types of person, the personality types. Like the INFJ? Yeah, okay, and, okay. Um, and actually, at, at first I was like, oh, this is bullshit. This is just like horoscopes. And uh, I started reading more about it, and it's actually pretty interesting. Give me a lot of insight on... Well, interesting or legit? It's legit. Oh, at least legit. I found it. I, 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 it creeped me out. Because I did one of those tests. I did a test that had like 500 questions. Oh, well, I mean, and, uh, at that point, that's it's, it's pretty... It was scary legit. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 exactly. It, like... it got me to understand. Like, actually, that's one of the things that I kind of made me realize of how I deal with things. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not... Kind of made me mad that I was like, "Oh, I can be described by a fucking test." Right. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I thought it was a unique <laughs> snowflake. Not just a Fuck test, though. Shit. Like a five hundred question test, it's pretty easy to boil down the essence of somebody. Yeah, and over it was so many questions. And it was just beautiful. And and, and just being aware of that kind of helps you be able to change a little bit. Yeah. Like, and I, I, I am antisocial. I, I will admit that I don't like. It drains me to be around people. Like on a stage is different, but on a one to one. Like it's, it's like work. like I said when we were doing the the skit, I was just around so many people that I was just trying to do so much stuff at once that it just like got on me. Like, yeah. like oh yeah, this is not fun for me. Like I do it because it's great. I will. It is fun, but like there's certain aspects that I'm like I, I like my privacy. You yeah. know, like I like I don't like oh let's go hang out all night. Like no, I'm gonna go to my cave in the back of my house. <laughs> and just hang just out. hang out. Where did, where did you take that test? Online. It's uh, one of one of the sites. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I I've sh- taken two. I took one, and then I was like, I took the sixteen personalities dot com one, which was like I think a hundred questions. Oh yeah, that one's that one's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. But the then, last, but then it sounded too much like a horoscope mm. because when you Are, read it, like, oh, is this is this just shit that applies to everybody? Like, right. I was kind of wording at that, <laughs> right. and then right. I did the red. Like, oh no, this is actually kind of legit, but still kind of makes me sad that we can all be defined by those are like, oh, we're not unique at all. This is like <laughs> no, it sucks. No, it kind of no brought way. me down a little bit, guys. Yeah. But again, it's um, just helps you. I guess I, it's change comes from within, right? Like you have to be willing to change, and that's one thing. Yeah. I'm very, I've been very, very nihilistic for ever. Like, <laughs> I, like, like I said, that that kind of like I said, I don't give a shit about like if you give me respect or not because I really don't really put any importance in any of those things. I never have. Like I don't give, I don't give a fuck about seniority. I don't give a <laughs> shit about who's been doing it longer. Right. I don't like it. You're doing it. You're doing it. You know, like when you come in and like I've been doing this for so many years, and who the fuck are you to be doing it for this long? Like I'm just somebody that's doing it. Right. Like especially when I first started getting headlining gigs, and now I had people that I was opening or featuring for. 
um, they were now my features. <laughs> and that was kind of weird at the beginning. <laughs> but after a while, like, and, and people do kind of give you that attitude, like, oh, I don't know who's su- whose dick you had to suck to get that spot. Like, I don't know, I'm just... I can't remember. I probably did, but it sucks that I'm making more money than you now. So I, whatever, you know, it sucks. But that's magic for you. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's, okay. it's not cheating again. I don't care. Like there, people get mad just because they weren't smart enough to think about it. Too. I mean, I guess it's I jealousy. Did. That's what it is. Well, it's not even that. I who the fuck wants to do magic? I, it was like I said, a way to talk to people. Very. I'm not very. Good one-on-one, like, I can't just, well, hey, what's up? I'm not good at that. And so magic was the perfect way to do it. And it, it was great because they, it would make them talk to me. Like, one of my favorite things to do at clubs and and, I, and what is was I would walk around with this wallet. that uh, was called Flaming Wallet. It would light up on fire. So, like, I would open my wallet, fucking huge flame, light my cigarette, close the wallet what up. The and exactly what the hell like that's <laughs> we would do it in front of girls just to get that reaction and like nine out of nine out of ten times girls would come up like hey how did you do that <laughs> it's uh it's a magic trick what's up <laughs> and it worked it fucking worked it, it again it puts the ball in their court it was just it was just a way for attract people without me having to hey what's up okay so comedy tip way. tip took, out um what is it one 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 thing that you had done i actually I, it's the your card, that your card trick. It's an awesome trick. I think I've shown you. That's the stupidest thing ever. It is the stupidest thing ever, but it has, not for like picking up women, but just like for breaking ice and for socializing. And I want to say, and I hope I'm right, that's my trick. Like, is that I your came trick? up with it. I cannot find any that anything similar to it. Anything that anybody's doing like it, I haven't been able to find it. So there you go. If you want, if you want to see what that trick is, we're not going to describe it. You've either buy got a shirt. To... Now I have merchandise. For that. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, for that? I have a shirt. Or... I have a shirt now that says uh, "Think of a card," and at the bottom it has uh, a card print from the back, and yeah. then you tell them, "I bet you anything that's your card." And then when you flip it over on the other side, oh, that's, that's all yeah. right. There you go. So buy. <laughs> Interesting. If you if you want to know the trick, you got to buy a shirt or socialize with either me and. Yeah, I don't like I mean, people, Jibs. so don't. Well, don't, don't <laughs> go to the show. Go yeah, to the show. Show, show up to Jibs' house. He'll show you the trick. Uh, just come to the shows. <laughs> wait for me friends. on above. Buy a shirt. And then leave. <laughs> no, I enjoy I enjoy people. Like, I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't enjoy the social aspect. I mean, I crave the social aspect, but, like, on my own terms. Yeah. I'm not. It, it it does drain me to be on one-on-one. People like, oh, let's go party. Or, like, oh, no, I don't want to. Sporting events, like, boring. I don't want to. I don't. Like, but like I said, right? Comic, like when whenever Ivan starts talking about comic books, that's when I'm paying attention. About, all right, you're you're up to date, bro. What's up? What do you what do you got now? Well, you don't you don't got to cover for us. We we screwed up. I screwed up, and I don't have Aaron Yankowski's question. Sorry, Aaron. I wouldn't have answered it anyway. You wouldn't have answered it anyway. Uh, because who? It was probably some super angry. <laughs> we'll post it on the page. We'll post it. We'll, we'll, I like Yankowski. We'll I have nothing out, we'll against him. Page. I feel like he's great. He's funny. I, I don't know. Like when I'm, I haven't, I haven't dealt with him a lot. So I remember the last time I dealt with, him, he was very angry, like very you know angry what? person. He's, he's he's a very angry person, but he passionate. Has, I'm not gonna say passionate. I'm not gonna there say angry. Go. I'm gonna go with passionate. He's passionate. There's a lot of people like that. He's got one of the most balanced moral compasses about all of this. He's very like. He'll he'll sort of tell it the way he sees it, and he acknowledges that he sees it a certain way, and it's like, hey. 
have some common sense. That's not having a, a moral compass. It's just that's a preaching compass. That's a moral preacher. But he doesn't preach though. Like he doesn't. He won't preach unless he feels that he's not condescending. Yeah, he's not condescending. Like oh, okay. he puts it out there. He's like, hey. This is what I think. Just stopping jackasses. I think how that, about we I try see, that. But I, I see. I, I still see that. I don't like that either. Like, who the fuck are you to tell me how to do my fucking comedy well, or do my job? No, no, no. It's when people. Anything. It's how no, you do. It's how you do when you, when you see somebody saying something that isn't true or like how you'll jump well, in. Well, no, look. When you see when I'll jump in. I'll jump in. Not when that happened. Like I've jumped in. Um, I remember there was, and I'll talk about him freely. It was this guy, Filmer Flumbucket, uh, Flumbucket of shit. I like to call him. And he he was an old comic. He was an old guy. He was like a country singer or some bullshit. They decided to start doing stand-up. And we welcome him to the group. And then one night, he flipped his shit because somebody didn't put an intro song, his intro song that he had custom-made at an open mic. And he flipped out at the guy setting up the system. Even though he was wow. not getting paid, he was doing it out of the bottom of his heart, and he got yelled at. I fucking grabbed that guy and I yelled at him in front of everybody. And I told him, like, who the fuck are you to talk to people like this? Who the fuck do you think you are? You're like, you're nobody, and you think you're going to pull this shit on him? And after that, I took every chance opportunity to fucking just put him down. Yeah. Just the way he put down the comic, that was my job. And so again, you're, a lot, you're a lot meaner. You're a lot angrier than I. Uh, than well, I'm not angry. You. No, I'm not, I wasn't angry. I was – he <laughs> because he had – I was just throwing back the same attitude he was uh. throwing. You know, like I'm not – I i wasn't like, I'm going to be angry. Like I'm going to throw the same shit that you're throwing to him the same right. way so you can understand how it feels to be – to to do that. Yeah. And he hated me. He threatened me. He thought he was – he said he was going to shoot me. What the fuck? I told him I was going to fuck his wife. Yes. <laughs> um, after he was dead. After he was dead. Because oh. he's old and he was—he's oh, about okay. to die. That's, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't care. I don't give a shit. It's oh, a, I thought you meant after, like he died and then you went. No, to, like, I, his, I, I you went great. to his wake and you were like, like "Yes, yes." Wife. Actually, uh. that's what I told him. My exact words were, "I can wait for you to die so I can fuck your wife." <laughs> that's were my exact words, and I don't feel bad about it. I mean, you don't talk to people that are helping you're like that like again who the fuck are you like even if you are big don't talk don't do that don't yeah, don't don't, don't be that way it, who, it just i have this thing about people that try to act more, like i said you're uh, what do you call it it's it's entitlement entitlement to something because you think you're better than somebody yeah. when most comedians are pieces of shit i include myself in that thing we are all pieces of shit that we're trying to we don't want to work we don't want to get a real job <laughs> we don't want to get an eight to five we're worthless a lot of us are worthless we can't keep an eight to five that we have to figure that we want that that's why we try to make this into a business i feel like that's why <laughs> like oh my god i'm not good at anything else so i this is the one thing that i better be fucking good at otherwise i'm gonna kill myself that's pretty much what a lot of comics think <laughs> <laughs> and oh, and Jesus. it should never get to that point. And don't let it get to that point. Exactly. Yeah. Don't <laughs> let it get to that point. Don't be a dick. That's the that's the main thing. Oh, I you don't, meant treat the, don't treat this like a, don't do it. Yeah. The, oh, so it's like amongst comedians, you know it's high. You know it's fucking high. <laughs> yeah. So this is a ter- like again. This is this is a business about self esteem and egos, and it's one of the worst businesses for them. What do you think the suicide rate in this? Is? Even even you've heard Richard Jenny, Mitch Hedberg. Uh, uh, Chris Farley, you can think of, you can name a shitload of comics that have yeah. overdose on drugs or kill themselves because they didn't think their last said was funny enough. That's, Jesus. That it's, it's terrible. It's a terrible business. <laughs> and you know why? But that's why it's fucking hilarious. Like, you can be a doctor, you can be a math professor from UTEP 
or you can be a fucking drunk guy at a bar one night <laughs> and you can get up there and do the same amount of comedy. And one can and being a professor, being a doctor may be that you're shit comparison to this dude that's been unemployed or doesn't have a high school diploma and he's funny. You know, like there's no there shouldn't be any sense of entitlement for being yeah. a comedian. It's like you're funny, you're I'm pretty sure you're gonna be funny to some people. Yeah. At one point you'll find your crowd. Like there's no like, oh you could you couldn't do my crowd. I'm like, I don't want to do your crowd. Your crowd sucks. I want to do my <laughs> crowd. I want to do the crowd that that would listen to me. I don't need your shitty crowd because your crowd does not is not gonna do what I want to do. You know, <laughs> like I try to make my sets, my man, my sets appeal to everybody. But that's not always gonna be the case. I'm right. hoping that one day I'm able to have enough following that I can. Say, all right, I'm done with this bullshit. I'm just going to tell you exactly what I feel and what I want to do. And if you don't like it, get the fuck out. I Hopefully, I'll have enough fan base left that will support me. Yeah. <laughs> That's the dream. We'll have you back on the show when that happens. <laughs> tell the people what you really think. <laughs> <laughs> I just – I don't take this seriously enough, I guess. I don't know. I've, again, it's comedy. I worked, when I was 12, I worked at a, in, a, in a field – uh, in Mexico, my parents, my, I have a lot of family in Durango. They took me to work uh, uh, the uh, picking up uh, cantaloupes. All my cousins went. I was like, oh, I want to do that. That sounds like you get paid. Oh, fuck yeah, let's go. And I went, and I I don't think I've ever worked as hard fuck in my that. life. I maybe for eight hours carrying these these sacks filled with cantaloupes. And I'm like a 12-year-old kid carrying this for a full fucking day. And I ended up getting paid the equivalent of five dollars jesus u.s in one day (laughs) any kind of work after like doing this kind of just makes it not real to me it's like why do you take this seriously like (laughs) how can you like i get it but it's like i it it always comes back to that it always goes back to that lifting cantaloupes lifting cantaloupes for five bucks a day if i'm making more than five bucks a day on anything like i'm winning winning. (laughs) yeah so if you had to let's we'll we'll get back on the right track with our you know we didn't have Yankowski's question ready but All right. if you had any question if you had a question to pose to our next guest we don't know who the next guest is I mean we have an idea as to who we sort of vote amongst ourselves but if you had to pose a question to our next guest what would it be uh, <laughs> I don't know I'm not question like just comedy wise yeah or? just it, co- yeah comedy comedy wise Mm. Oh yeah, uh, are you happy where you are currently in comedy? I guess that's a good question. Are you happy where you are? That's well, most people aren't. <laughs> that's fucking deep. We talked about suicide and depression, and now are you happy? Well, that's Hopefully, true. I mean, you got to be depressed to come up with good material. I don't know, comedian. Like I said, comedians are weird. Yeah, it's weird. I like to. I like. I. I, I just still like to separate. You comedians, even though I still do what you guys do, but you are an entertainer. I'm an entertainer. Hope that pisses off the real comic. I'm, I'm taking all your jobs, guys. This hobbyist is taking all your fucking bookings. Okay, that is a call to action. That is a challenge. Rise, yeah, hey, the, booking, the bookings are there. I'll be in Washington. I'm gonna be in Colorado, and then I have a casino up in California, which I'm gonna do and probably make a stop in Vegas in the same way. Very so cool. as an amateur, I think I'm doing pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting paid all this money to go over there. So, 
I was gonna make I was gonna make some kind of joke about being the Balrog that slays the comedy wizard, but we've already talked about comic books, and <laughs> shit like that. So that's a, is that the, was it Balrog? That a, that's not a Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I have not. I don't, I don't you like. Are, fantasy. You are Gandalf. I don't like fantasy. You're Gibran so I don't the know. White. <laughs> well, Gibran the Brown, I guess. Yeah, but. there you go. Um, no, I'm a dark. If anything, I'm an evil wizard. I'm a. If we're doing anything, I'm not. I'm not a good guy. Are you Saruman? No, I'm. I'm. I'm not a good, but I'm not a. Well, bad he was guy. evil. Saruman was no, evil. No, I'm not evil. I'm more like the middle. Like I'm neutral? a neutral, chaotic neutral. I'm a chaotic neutral. If anything, we're going by those squares. Yeah. I I do do a lot of stuff just to see what happens. Like I'm. I like experiment, not experiment, but like I, I like analyze things. So I like to see what happens when you throw wrenches and stuff, <laughs> and when you. Uh, or how people react to things, you know. That's part of being a comedian. It's what that makes you a good comedian is knowing how, how people, people react. react to things. And so, like, if you have a good idea of that, comedy writing should be pretty easy. And just, and I do, I've done a lot of shit in my time to like just to start shit. That, Nick, if you ever talk to Nico, he'll tell you I don't like. He's been try- <laughs> he was trying to quit smoking and drinking. And the first time, I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't had a cigarette or a beer in three days. All right, dude, let's go. As soon as we went, the first stop I made was in a convenience store to buy <laughs> beer and cigarettes. I didn't give it to them. I just put them right there. <laughs> Terrible. What? Nice. You have to have, uh, what do you call? Uh, I was just testing his resolve. <laughs> testing his resolve. <laughs> I'm like, let's see, man. I didn't offer him. I really didn't. But he took him. <laughs> All right. This has been fun and informational. <laughs> it's fun. Guys. Our guest today was Jib Saad, the comedician. Any anything coming up? Anything that you want to plug? Uh, like I said, we got trivia. Well, as laughter hours, we have trivia on Tuesdays and Thursdays at Brew East and West, respectively. And then starting next week on Wednesdays, the Royal Wings will have an open mic hosted well, by what, Nico. What uh, what date is that? That is uh, May 11th, I believe. So starting May 11th. May 11th. Oh, no, May 10th. That's May 10th. Wednesday. Uh, it's going to be right there, Royal Wings. We're going to start the Nico's Amigos comedy open mic. It's going to be hosted by Nico. Very got cool. Some, yeah, like he's going to promote a little bit on the radio, so we're, hopefully we'll get a good crowd. Uh, and then um, we have a Saturday event happening pretty soon. I can't give too many details on that. Okay. We haven't finished the contract on it. Okay, <laughs> so as soon as it's so. done. But it, it is happening, and it's going to be a Saturday comedy night thing yeah. type of deal. Plus the regular shows of the comic strip. And check out all the content on LaughterHours.LOL. On our Facebook, make sure you're our friends. We have videos coming out almost every other day right now. Okay. Uh, and as far as comedy, you can check me out at the comic strip. Uh, at least once a month or around that time, uh, plus the shows, and then on the road, uh, going to Jokers in Washington State, and then I have a show in Tacoma. It's at the end of May. And then uh, middle of June, I'm in Colorado, and then next then the month after that, I'm in Cali at Pachanga. So, Pachanga. So he's a casino. He is, this amateur is all over the place. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be posting no, that's links. Me, that's me not working, by the way, right now. That's me on the download. That's me plus uh, like doing all the websites, graphic design, work photography, videography, uh, running the stupid company, uh, <laughs> doing all the promotion for the shows, uh, trying to manage these guys a little bit. So it's, it's just part of the whole thing. I'm, I like to be busy. There's no why stay not doing yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we'll be posting links up to... 
you know, everything that Jibs is doing, everything that you can do to follow him, follow Laughter Hours, and by extension, all the other comedians, some of which that we've had on the show. Yeah, don't follow me. Follow before. Laughter Hours. Follow, follow Laughter, Laughter Hours. Hours. Some of the, you know, some of them will, we had on the show before, some of them will have in future episodes. Uh, you can give us a listen t- on uh, SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. Oh, we, yeah. We have been on Google Play and iTunes for a little bit now, at Into the Riff across all of those. Uh, again, thanks for listening. I'm Ivan Cinco Harris with the engineer Rafa, the engineer, and our special guest for today, Jibs. All <laughs> <laughs> of life. Jibsod, guys, come and check it out. Jibsod.com, comedians.com, laughterhours.lol, lat-marketing.com. You can check us out online on Facebook, Twitter. Oh, Twitter, we also have an Instagram, uh, Instagram, Twitter, at El Paso, Texas. So make sure you add us there, too. So we're everywhere. We cut like okay. thirty. We cut like thirty okay, seconds ago. Thank you for listening. That's what I was trying to say fast. <laughs>